it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You don't have to because you're doing the intro. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to DCP number 79 minus a certain Patrick Casey Holtzman. Uh, We've got... um, We've got a great show tonight. We've got Paris from Gamertag Radio. Hello, Paris. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Welcome. Wow. That was one of the smoothest intros we have ever had. <laughs> no, you missed the It's a episode. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I was supposed to fumble my bit. One second. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, hello and welcome. It's um, <laughs> episode. Oh, I always forget this. 79. It's episode 79. <laughs> Let's talk about some and stuff. You got to tell some random story about what you were going to do. You know, I was going to like, uh, give, going to fill up my water bottle, but I forgot. And it's like half empty. What I'm hoping is this whole podcast, I'm able to have enough water next to me without having to refill it during the podcast. God damn. Nice. It's like you're That's channeling so Holtzman. <laughs> Your inner Holtzman is right there. Paris, well, Paris, man, thanks. Paris, thank you for joining us this week, man. Yeah. No, thank you. I mean, it, it's funny because, I mean, I've been listening listening and or watching all of you guys going way back to even the Planet Destiny days. So it is truly an honor to be on here tonight. And uh, again, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. That's awesome. Yeah. So the real so, reason that we invited you on is because we uh, have challenged uh, Hamrick to a arm wrestling contest. <laughs> and we found out that we are <laughs> not at all equipped. <laughs> <laughs> There's a small clause in there that any guest can be in, can do a stand in, and uh, we heard you packing the heat. Um, I, I'm going to pl- politely decline that one. You, I, you know, I, I met Noseworthy, and I, I would say go grab Noseworthy. He's a better candidate. He's got pretty buff. Noseworthy has gotten pretty buff. Yeah. So you do this podcasting thing's not new to you. You do you. <laughs> You've been you you have your own uh your own your own podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a co-host on Gamertag Radio, which has actually been around since 2005. Um, it was started by Danny Pena, aka Godfrey, and uh, he's actually the reason I got into podcasting in the first place. I had my own podcast, um, starting in 2006. I did that until 2011. It was called Uncle Gamer Radio, and then I, doing air quotes, retired. 
And uh, I wind up, I was just good friends with Danny and Pete. He's the other co-host. And I wound up joining them in 2013 uh, because of Bioshock Infinite. And I've uh, been on there ever since. And uh, we've been, it's been a great time. Had, had a great time. Um, it's been an amazing journey over these years, just going from the original Xbox to God, where we are right now, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, Switch, everything. Um, Gamertag Radio, as the name would, uh, would imply, started as an Xbox podcast, but then they made the switch to just start covering everything. And that's what we do. We talk PlayStation, Xbox, PC, everything but destiny that that's my special thing that's that's something that um i've been a fan of even you know from that first reveal um during that playstation announcement when i first heard about it and i just was had been following ever since um i found guardian radio marking those guys over there i was a big fan of them made a few appearances on their show from time to time and i don't remember how i met you pope somewhere <laughs> along the way i met pope and uh we, we were none of we us were friends I know, so bad decision all, along the way. He hunted us down and <laughs> yeah. it's kind of trapped like a virus, in a corner. You know, that eventually you realize that you have this virus and you got to go to the doctor. About yeah, it, yeah. You don't I don't know, know where, where I got it. herpes, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's funny because like I, I knew Pope and obviously, like I said, I, I followed all you guys going back to the planet, uh, planet destiny days. And Pope and I were kind of those, the, the, the Twitter friends, you know, message here and there kind of thing. And then obviously there was the destiny Two reveal last May. So when I got to first meet Pope face to face and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I actually got to go to Bungie myself for, for the review event in September of last year. And that was, that was a great thing. Got to meet a lot of amazing cool. people at that time as well. And uh, yeah, here we are. Awesome. Destiny well, I, I wanted to ask you um, on Gamertag Radio. You, you, you say you're the resident um, Destiny <laughs> fanatic, but how do your yeah. uh, how do your other co-hosts think of what what do they think of Destiny, and um, are they fans like you? Well, Pete, he was really big into it as well uh, during Destiny One, um, but he was on Xbox, I was on PlayStation, so we didn't get to play together as much. He kind of made the switch over to PlayStation more to around the time of um what was it wrath and machine i'm forgetting names now but during that time we would play a little bit together and then we, obviously everybody was super excited for destiny 2 and hey what happened happened and he kind of waned off on it um shortly after launch of destiny 2 danny uh we always made the joke that he started playing destiny 1 when it first came out and he was under leveled for the first raid for uh, Vault of Glass, and he he stunk, so they kicked him out, and he never played again. <laughs> but uh, he came back a little bit for Destiny Two. Um, we actually we actually carried him through uh, raid towards the end of Destiny One. But um, yeah, he's he's not as big into it as Pete and I, and obviously I'm been super hardcore. And and I guess I'll just say since I'm talking about that right now, what's what's kept me into Destiny has been my son. Um, he was nine years old when, uh, the Taken King came out and that's when he used to just sit and watch me play all the time. And eventually he, he was like, well, dad, can, can I play when you're not playing? Sure. I let him play a hunter because he wants to play a hunter. Right. Did you give uh, him his own account or did you make him farm for you? Oh, I made him farm for me at first, of course. <laughs> but then, but then Santa Claus decided to get him his own PlayStation Four. Yeah. So then I got him his own account, and uh, actually sure. it was Crimson Doubles, which I know a lot of people didn't like at first, but we would play Crimson Doubles together, I loved and it. that's that's when it clicked. That's when yeah. it was like, oh, this is amazing! I get to play with my son. We get to do Destiny together. 
He joined the clan I was in. We, next thing yeah. I know, we're doing trials together. We're raiding together, all that stuff. So it's mm. that's the one big thing about Destiny that's really kept me engaged this entire time is just my son. We, we're literally able to bond over this game, and um, it was a great thing. And now we play Fortnite together and yeah, everything else. Yeah, I was going to ask you, did you Destiny. guys, did he, did he stay with, has he stayed with Destiny? Have you guys moved on to other games? What, it, what How's that look? So I took a break. Obviously, there was a lot of there's been a lot of challenges. Um, I took a break around the holiday time. And again, we both came back around Crimson Doubles. Um, I play more regularly than he does now, but he's kind of waiting for that May update. He follows everything that's been going on. He's like, yeah, dad, this new update's okay, but I I need more. This isn't enough. I'm going to go play Fortnite. So then he runs back to Fortnite, but um, he'll be back. He's still engaged into the game. A lot of people like that. um I really like that your podcast covers a um, um, you know a variety of different um, games. Um, you've recently had some really cool stuff happen with uh, Ubisoft. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, we were able to partner with uh, Ubisoft with for, for Far Cry Five, and we did this thing called Hope County Stories, where we had this unique opportunity where we got to sit down with the voice actors of the game. And we interviewed them in character that about so Hope cool. County. About That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it was so funny because we did this primarily during uh, PAX Prime. And we had no idea. We didn't, we didn't know what we were going to say. We didn't know what we were going to do. We literally yeah. just – we weren't even sure if the voice actors were going to be like – really engaged in wanting to do it but all of them were super into it they all instantly got into character when we sat down with them and oh, that's gotta be we fun ch- and we just freestyled it that that was the crazy thing about it we freestyled it and it came out really great but uh joseph seed uh, you know the father mm-hmm. the you know the main villain of far cry 5 we didn't get a chance to talk to him until a far cry 5 preview event right before launch and he was probably the most in character out of everyone. He was super nice. into it. If anyone listens to it, he actually captures me and brings me in. I, I become a part of the family. It's, it's oh, that's cool. cool. So how does how does so anybody cool. listening? How would they find that? Uh, they wanted you can go to, to Gamertag and watch those hopes. Oh, the yeah, Hope you County can, stories. Yeah, you can go to GamertagRadio.com, dot okay. and cool. uh, it's it's in, it's in our podcast feed. Um, their their own separate episodes. There were four of them. And uh, we we timed it so that it literally ended right before launch, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was it was really that's good. It was a great opportunity, man. Yeah, it was. It was a neat little project that we got to do, and uh, that's really again, cool. Just very thankful I, to Ubisoft. I got to play through the the whole game the first week it came out, or last week I should say, and the the voice acting was just top notch coming across. Yeah, oh yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. Like I said, again, meeting the actual voice cast and seeing. Seeing how they went from just being themselves to, I mean, like snap of a finger, they were into mm-hmm. it, yeah, like completely. It's like wow. I go, that's you know, I don't have that kind of talent. That just goes to show you how how skilled they are doing that, being a voice actor. Yeah, exactly. We've we've had a we've had a great opportunity to be able to interview a couple voice actors from Destiny on the show. Um, I'm always blown away at their ability to entertain, and it just. It seems like uh, it seems like they they would be great people at a party, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just, their 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 ability to tell stories and 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 jump into character. Um, we had Neil Kaplan on, and he went through how many different voices oh my in the span of like. Five minutes, I don't, he was I don't just know. Jumping around, it, the whole thing was him just doing different voices of characters he's done, which was amazing. 
What that do you was think so is, fun to hear. What do you think is something from that experience, though, like working with those voice actors and having a project? Because we've done interviews of them, but you you had a, like a specific project narrative. How 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 were they to direct? Because you had to ask them to do lines, right? Oh, they were very receptive, and and that was the thing. It was more of a, when we when we got to talk to Greg again, Joseph Seed. He, he was the main villain. Um, he was more. That was more, we kind of knew what we were doing at that point. But the other three, we had no idea. So it was really a freestyle. It was like if we could, we ever released the unedited footage, there was a lot of back and forth like, do you think that was okay? Should we do it again? Okay, let's do it again. Huh? You know, we go back and do it again. But by the time we got to Greg, that we had a lot more structure with it. But sure. the great thing about it was the fact that the actors were very open to whatever we wanted to do. There was no resistance to it. They weren't like, well, that's not in my contract. I don't do such things. It was none of that. They were like, F it, let's, whatever you want, man, however long you mm-hmm. want, let's just go for it. So that was a lot that's of fun. That's really fun. Um, I, uh, I I haven't had a chance to play Far Cry. I know you guys have. Um, and I it just, the one thing that draws me in is those is those stories, those characters. So, um, really, I'm gonna have to really check well out done. those um, Hope County stories on your gamertag uh, radio dot com. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, one thing also well, that, uh, with the Far Cry stuff Go. is that the, um, the it's not only like the voice acting, but also the motion capture has gotten to a place where mm. like they really are acting. They're not just voice You're acting at, yeah. anymore. Yeah. They're like they're they're embodying mm-hmm. a character, and even the mm-hmm. the the modeling team is modeling these guys to make them look like that. So. Like Joe Seed yeah. looks like Joe Seed in real life, and that's kind of terrifying playing the game. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like if you if you saw how Hellblade was made and right. her acting in it, it was just it was straight up just she was mm-hmm. Senua. Yeah. So oh it's, my god, they're like fully embracing the character. It was amazing to see that stuff. Yeah, they're really becoming no, performances cool. now, which is uh, which I think mm-hmm. is actually really exciting to see that expand in the video game industry, and and then see like other see like the Hollywood industry embrace that and be like oh there's there's this another level of art that's happening right here that some people want to start embracing yeah definitely well we've got um we've got a twab it's a twab it's a twab Mm -hmm. it's a twab it's it's a twab so i'm i I mean our that's my vote i I'm, i'm pretty sure you guys agree with me we got some juicy information uh we got some upcoming info we got a lot of Facts. Mm-hmm. Information. Kind of a it was it's a weird week, right? Because we got a lot of almost news, right? We got we got a lot of <laughs> We're in a transition. We got a lot of that There's hype. News, transition period. <laughs> and we're almost ready to tell you all about it. We're ready to tickle you, you, know, you with you know, it. Hold on, you know what's funny? <laughs> Memes, my wife, literally said that to me yeah. before the podcast. She was like, Is this it just feels like a whole bunch of well, you know, we're about to tell you some stuff. <laughs> But we're not. This, I was like, this is, this is Bungie. In the, this is your relationship with you're in a you're in a you just met this girl. Things are <clears throat> things are going well, right? You're on is a she second. Pregnant? You don't know. No, she's I'll not pregnant. Something for pregnant. We're on a second. You know, we're on a second. Third date. What's going on here? Third date might be pregnant. You never know. You, know? <laughs> you guys just you know. Let's go ahead. You, yeah, no, yeah, I want yeah, Patrick yeah. back. We're not doing Continue, Paul. I <laughs> yeah, want to hear it. Okay, I'm done. I want to hear it. I want to know. I was really looking forward to the analogy. Yeah, it I tasty, was, yeah, man. Come I'm, on, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know what, Paris? I have to put up with this every week. Can you believe that? <laughs> we were just wondering if she was pregnant. We were trying to have facts. <laughs> I, I was so just trying to paint a mental picture. 
Nick, just edit this all out, you know, and make me sound really smart. Okay, go. All right, so big big deal. Uh, we got a bungee bounty. Bungee bounties usually aren't newsworthy events, right? Is you watch a bungee bounty because you either a you know just want to see you know people play Destiny or you want your favorite streamers doing it. Uh, this time it was a little bit different, right? They had Cosmo and DMG playing some mayhem on PC against the PC community, um, but in between matches they were doing a Q and A. They were taking questions off of Twitter, and they had uh, I'm sorry, Josh Hamrick and. Uh, Kevin Yanes answering questions. And some of the questions, it was almost surprising that they were asking them, right? Is we didn't get like super detailed answers. Like if you're looking for, you know, what are you guys going to do about time to kill in destiny? They said, we're looking at it. <laughs> you know, microscopes they didn't say there was a lot of what we're doing. We're looking at it. We're talking about it. We're working on it. That was With one the of exotic their update, answers, things are going to yeah. happen. It's going to shift a bit. You're going to have to just see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like in, in reference to the Taken King, when they were asked about or Taken King, time to kill, uh, they specifically said exotics don't feel exotic enough. Some of these weapons are getting damage buffs that can have a direct impact on the average time to kill of an encounter. So, from their wording there, it looks like there is going to be a time to kill buff for exotics. Yes. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. What I'm reading. Yes. yes. No. Yes. No? Maybe. <laughs> Why no? Sounds like we got some clear well, answers. <laughs> I, I thought they I thought that's what they're saying. They're buffing the exotics to bring it up to Vigilance Wing. Bingo. Yes. Yes. True. <laughs> but I don't Point think that taken. necessarily every exotic buff per se, or what makes an exotic an exotic, isn't necessarily an increase in the time to kill. So I don't think that Let's take for example Darcy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that it's right Darcy. because they Darcy don't say every field of flowers. True, true. They don't say every every exotic weapon is going to get a time to kill upgrade. They right. say some of these weapons are right. getting damage buffs that can have direct impact. That's right. Impact on the average on time, the time to kill. kill. Yeah. Okay. So some weapons in the exotic class will get a time to kill increase. Like let's say for example a quality of life exotic um, change that we are hoping to see. I think everybody's hoping to see, um, you know, the Borealis in game. You can hold down square or hold what's, down what's a button. What's the Borealis? And I didn't. I'm sorry, what? Borealis. Borealis? It's, a, it's a sniper. It's a sniper. Is it what? It's a sniper. Sniper. Man, yeah, I like snipers. I feel like I would have heard of this. Right, and then it uh, it switches elements. I don't have this on PC. What are you talking about? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You don't? No. Is it not on PC? No. What are you guys doing to me? It's I an swear exclusive. to God. Is this like some sort of inside joke? That, is it an can we get exclusive bells? for PC? Can you ring the bells, please? For PS4? So yeah, PS4 can you ring exclusive? the bells? Is it really? Right, I'm really sorry bell. because it's a really fun sniper. Oh, you, you didn't know really that? It's it. an exclusive? I did not know. I'm so yeah. sorry. Wow. I, I should have known. That was I just a troll that, that turned into my... a uh, enlightening moment. It's a genuine apology. I'm sorry. I did not know that you. So I would love to see something like, you know, we have the... What's the the, the the auto rifle that bounces the shots everywhere? Hard light. Hard light. Hard light. Hard light. I'd love to see hard lights uh, um, have the same sort of touch to it, right? Where you can switch the elemental burn or something oh, that'd like be that nice. to it. That's a great idea, Pope. Right. I, I, I think there's some quality of life uh, adjustments to these exotics that we could get that don't necessarily impact the time to kill. And I want them – I hope that they don't tether themselves to – just that concept of re- exotics need to be more powerful in time to kill. Although I think that's a great spot for them to be in. I want them to be exotic because of what they do, mm-hmm. right? The, the things that they can yeah. do. Right. But if they don't kill faster, then well, they, they can they, do they all the things in the world, but is it actually useful? It can they be. Need to be. They need to be better, but they also, you want to pick that exotic because it fills a specific fantasy that you want to do, Thank right? You. So right. I mean, they definitely need to be brought up to be more effective so people actually use them. Right. But the reason that you choose that exotic specifically is because it fits your play style or it does something that you think is cool. Um, yeah. That's what, I, yeah. That's, what I was, that's what I was hoping is for something that allows me to create a character that fulfills that player fantasy. So I do hope they decrease the overall time to kill, though, because this mm-hmm. kind of feels primaries. like a, we're going to make everyone use exotics because those kill faster. And then also, right? Then all of a sudden, everybody's running around with the last word and thorn. Exclusively. <laughs> Exclusively. Exclusively. Yeah. Exclusively. Yeah. Well, but yeah. I mean, they are doing things like like we're seeing with Strum and the, the Drang. I can't Drang, even talk yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. So where, you know, you're using those in combos. So that's something unique. That, that is unique, is, yeah. Yeah. That's also increasing mm-hmm. the time to kill as well. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I'd love to sure. see what they're going to do to Rat King that will make it yeah, exotic. that's the one. Right? Oh, it's, man. It's got that sidearm buff to it so it's a little more powerful but uh what is something else that we can see that it would make it exotic i just don't think that we should limit the exotic changes to being similarly simply simply a, a lowering of time to kill oh of course well they said they wanted to make it more powerful for the fancy just like you were right. talking about so that that's going to happen mm-hmm. it's just how far are they going to take that and i personally for me i would love to see them really lean in deep to it like i want 
Okay. I want the exotics to really, truly feel exotic. So every time I, I want to have a problem of wondering which exotic I'm going to use as opposed to being yeah. like, well, obviously I'm going to use this because there's no reason to use something else. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Uh, they specifically mentioned Vigilant Swing. They were asked about uh, whether it will be allowed to reign supreme in the Crucible. Uh, and they say, yeah, basically, they they don't believe in slowing down the vigilance wing. It's time to kill. Thank goodness. In a world where our players are asking for a faster time to kill. Yes. Instead, we should be adjusting more weapons up to a level where they can compete. I believe you'll find a few returned exotics. They can do that in the Season 3 exotic update. So, mm-hmm. a few tidbits in there. Uh, it's cool that they're not nerfing the vigilance wing. Great. Mm-hmm. They're bringing other weapons up to its level. Which sure. is exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also basically talk about there's going to be some more returned exotics. I mean, Graviton Lance is a great example of a, of a gun that It's Time to Kill was lowered with the pulse rifle buffs of not necessarily a specific buff to uh, uh, Graviton Lance. But now... It was the first time I've ever heard somebody say something nice about that gun. <laughs> I think it's great. I love the way it sounds. I love the lore behind it. It's pretty, um, it's pretty with the ornament mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. It's real, it's and, and, and the changes to it are just going to be making it more effective and the elements uh, more, you know, uh, fantastical. Mm. Is that a word? Sure. But that, that, if you're using, if you haven't checked out Graviton Land since, uh, um, in uh, PvP, it's fun. And it's useful. Mm. I haven't tried it in PvP yet. I always loved the, like, the sound, the growl it has. It's like it's got a low end yeah. uh, mm-hmm. bass guitar hit in there that they added mixed in. It sounds really cool. Yeah. Brum, brum. It's going to be creative to see what they put out um, and how we get to see them being touched. Uh, I hope that they do stuff like the Risk Runner. Mm-hmm. It's has a great opportunity to build around, at least in PVE, a uh, rushing, rushing run and gun, um, close quarters. I'm thinking of like uh, six uh, battle of six fronts. I'm thinking um, um, shacks uh, running into battle with a like with an SMG. Like I, th- there's some lore behind that gun that is really not behind that play style that of that rushing forward titan that isn't being realized. And they can connect so much with these exotics. Yeah, that gun is legit a sleeper. I mean, it you is. see it so infrequently, but it's so damn good. Especially once you figure out that you can damage yourself with your own grenade to activate its power mode and just go on a tear in the crucible. That thing is <laughs> gnarly. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I think it's super powerful. Uh. There was a question that came in about returning systems, uh, weapon systems to primary special heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Hamrick has this to say. We know that you want more control over your loadouts. We can expect weapon slot changes in the future of Destiny 2. We are actively working on a new system right now, and we'll have more to show until this summer. So this is very interesting because mm-hmm. they specifically said a new system. Yeah. Which yeah. means we're not just going back to the old system. So what could it be? Could it be a fourth slot? Could it be put your gun, put any gun in any slot you want? Mm-hmm. My suspicion, Watts, is that this is one of the things that you people who are are going to the uh, Destiny conference. Summit. Help me out with the name of it again. Summit. Summit. 
This is something that you guys might get a preview at and get asked for opinions on. Because I would really hope so. Yeah. I find it to be a such deal. a divisive topic. Anytime you ask this question or you, you yeah. start talking about the prime, you know, the weapon system in Destiny 2 compared to Destiny 1, is you get five different answers yeah. from five different people. Very divided. Um, yeah. Uh, I, like, I certainly hope that they present this to to the summit and that, you know, people who do go to the summit have put some thought into, you know, what they'd like a new weapon system to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it, it would be the perfect opportunity to do that because, like you said, so many people want so many different things. Some people love this system. Some people want the old one. Some people want a new one. So mm-hmm. if they can have a bunch of people there who love Destiny try it out and give their feedback on it, this is this is a perfect opportunity for them to do that. Yep. I hope that it's they have some kind of system available for us to try it out. I don't think they're going to go back to Destiny 1 I don't think systems. So yeah. Well, no, I, they said I, new, so... I, I think the answer think to so. that is so clear to me. He would... He, Josh's answer would be totally different. He said, we know that you want more control over your loadouts. He's, he's, he's looking at the question, which is, you know, can we bring back D1 weapon systems with primary, second, special, and heavy? They're translating that question into... We want more control. Is that true? Do we want more control yeah, of our absolutely. over our loadouts? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, what it? Is that Some what people that like sniping, right? Is rene- and they want to just uh, snipe. Yeah. Look, there's that- so many things I want, Pope. I want I want more power in PVE. I want I want to be able to use a sniper and a rocket. I want to be able to use a shotgun uh, and a sword. I you know like I I want some of the options I had from Destiny One uh, power wise to be available to me again. In Destiny 2, I feel like in PvE, a lot of options were taken away from me that I really miss. Mm-hmm. In PvP, I feel like they have a really good opportunity um, to really kind of balance how that ammo is kind of doled out and like what weapons you have available to you at a given time. And right now, it just feels like a mishmash. Is like there's there's so much power ammo around that. You could be dodging rockets or sniper shots. You, you just don't know. Yeah, it's just feels very. Ha- it, it feels a little haptic, haptic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it feels a little weird. I'd really like to see them definitely break out at least like kinetic power and and explosive power. So, um, so they got like it seems like there's three dominant possibilities. There's the weight system, like you said, any slot could have anything, but it's a weighted type of thing. Mm-hmm. There's the. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the so let's eliminate D1 completely. So there's not returning back to that system because right. they said they they want to evolve it. So then there's the system of returning fusions, shotguns, and snipers into the energy slot and making it so energy weapons mm-hmm. would coexist with those weapons in that in the energy slot. There's adding a fourth slot so you'd have the same thing they have right now, but then remove rockets and explosives or grenades, put those into a specialized slot. You might say, yeah, but how do you access that? Well, they're adding an emote wheel so they could easily add in a uh, weapon wheel. That would be very easy for them to do that, I'm assuming anyways. Uh, And then there's also the possibility that they put – no, actually, I think that would be it. I was going to say they put the energy weapons into kinetic, but that's essentially D1. They're not doing that. Of of everything you said, to me, the most logical – or, or the one that's not going to overlook, overcomplicate things for the average gamer is going to be option two, mm-hmm. where you're just taking snipers and shotguns and you're just putting them back in the energy slot. I do wonder what that's going to do for balance in PvP, 
because now everyone's going to be running around with a shotgun and a fusion rifle and sniper. It, 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 in that sense, it goes back to D1 mm-hmm. if they do that. And I know they want to evolve it. I don't have the answer. So when you guys do go to the community summit, I really hope they show you what it's going to be. Because while I did not have a problem with the D1 uh, weapon slots, I thought it was fine and just assumed that's what we were going to get in Destiny 2. This yeah. is an opportunity for them to evolve it and to do something different. Mm-hmm. So I really do hope that they do do something different. And it's not just copy and paste of D1 again. Yeah. I agree. It is interesting thinking about that. If they did just put it into the energy slot and then we have the ammo problems of early D1, then the Crucible is going to get affected heavily by that because it's going to be shotgun city and you respawn with shotgun ammo and you're just not going to run out. And so you have a different ammo economy to to deal with. So it, it almost makes sense that they'd have to do something where they either shift the energy slot completely away from having primaries or they do add this new uh, explosive slot so that they can have a new ammo box like they had in D1 in um, in the Crucible. Because honestly, the D1's Crucible wasn't that far off. It's just we had cheesy kills. It's like instant shoulder uh, instant shoulder charge kills. Yeah. That's kind of cheesy. Instant de- death from stickies. That's cheesy. They took away that stuff, and then they just did everything away. They changed everything with it. Yeah. It's like, really, we just wanted a few things different from D1. And, but... I think... I think honestly, a lot of us just wanted stronger primaries. <laughs> like what we mm-hmm. were saying, primary, primary, primary. We just wanted stronger primaries because if you have like hand cannons, for example, that kill quickly, are very accurate, they don't have bloom, all that stuff, they feel crisp and good to use. If you have a good shot, you're going to choose to go for that primary shot over throwing a sticky grenade that might miss and then you die, mm-hmm. right? You're always going to sure. choose to use that strong primary over anything else. So I think that. Just, I, I would just want to say, please focus on strong primaries because that's well, going to balance a lot of stuff too. I think that some of the things that made me concerned about that because I feel like team shotting was effective in that we didn't necessarily need um, stronger primaries, but I feel like increasing primary damage and still having that team shot meta was going to be not the way to go. These are my opinions. But playing competitive with no radar has broken that team shot meta up, uh, up a little bit where I think there's now room for that um, time to kill to be or that, that, that power level of the primaries to be increased. So I, I'm converting over more to that way of thinking now that we have the no radar and competitive. I need something that can kill a guy with an Acreus who's rushing me across the map. Faster than he can get to. Do you know what you need, Briar? You need a strong hand cannon that has Mm. in-air accuracy so you can back up, you can jump, and you could shoot him before he gets to you. Mm. I like the sound of it. That sounds very (laughs) skill-based. That seems like you would have to be really good at controlling your guardian and being, you know... I mean, if a guy is across the map, though, and he's running at me, aping (laughs) me, like, from across the map in a straight goddamn line, and just the time to kill alone makes it absolutely impossible for me to kill that guy before he gets to me that's you got a problem kind of an issue yeah. isn't it yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> i mean i don't want him to nerf the accuracy i just want a defense mm. you just need to get good briar that's what i'm trying to do and i need i need the miracle of modern science to do it mm. Interesting. <laughs> modern science help me 
No, I'm with you. I'm with you, Watts. I think that there could be. I'm not th- saying a drastic buff in it, but I do. I do see room for there to be an increase in um, in a, a primary ammo or primary damage output. I think it would do good things. Uh, the next thing is pretty big, and I'm going to read a lot of this because I think that what he says is important. The question is, what is the exact design philosophy that lets you determine when a balance change is good? And they go on to talk a little bit about testing. And Josh Hamrick says, at any given moment, we're working on numerous sandbox updates that follow the same pipeline. First, we set goals for what we want to accomplish with any given update. For example, the purpose of 1.1.4 was to directly affect the pace of combat and to allow for more powerful and heroic moments. In Season 3, we'll be delivering a round of exotic weapon tuning intended to make them feel more exotic. With our goals defined... We make the changes, play test, and iterate as long as we can. Destiny is a huge game with tons of different areas that may be affected in different ways, positive or negative, from any given change we make. Our test team also plays them with them and with us and helps us hunt for anything that we may have broken. Finally, those changes have to get packaged up into an update and certify those builds with each of our platforms before they finally roll out to you. That sounds like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) that's not a short process well no it's definitely not i mean destiny is a game where you change one thing because something's unbalanced and crucible you have to look at pve because they are not separate systems they're they're on the same engine they affect the same game Mm -hmm. you change one thing you could drastically change something in a raid you could change something in a strike you have to make sure that everything works and uh yeah so it's it's a little difficult to just, just whip, whip around the corner and completely change something in Destiny because of the type of game that it is, unfortunately. I like this answer because he's, he describes so much of the process and why that process exists. You know, it's a short answer, but it's it's detailed and it's it's informative. True. You know, it's not, it's not something I would initially like, – I wouldn't put all that together when I was thinking about – you know, I just I just want time to guild to be faster. <laughs> right. You know, like it goes through a long process, you know. I hear you. And yeah, it's it's interesting revealing that, but at the same time, I think that's also part of their issue is they're not willing to make mistakes with their updates. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And so it ends up going, it ends up getting extended for a month or two or longer because they're trying to buff everything out of it. When once they get it out, they, they could immediately see some response from the public and then be preparing a different update the following month. Right. Yeah. 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 Like put it into the public. The public will test it for you. Essentially. Of course you need to make sure it doesn't completely break everything, but don't be too afraid to put something out. That's maybe a little unbalanced and we deal with it for a month and then you put something else out. Mm -hmm. Cause they've, they've done this process and tested a lot of stuff and we still got the Prometheus lens. So exactly. (laughs) Clearly, clearly some stuff is down to always go wrong. Things still slip through the cracks, even though they have like such a rigorous testing process. Uh, next question was, are there any set plans to introduce new elements, classes, subclasses, or weapon types to the game in the near future? Josh says, yes to some of these. From my desk right now, I can look around and see new hotness on several people's screens. We'll be showing off a lot of this stuff in the months to come. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from new elements, <laughs> classes, subclasses, <laughs> weapon types. Uh, weapon types I could see being a thing. Yeah. I mean, um, I can see any of these things being a thing, and any of them, but not only being a, a few, thing. so it's not all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reshifted subclass yeah. trees. Trees, I could see happening mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> trees is a thing that could happen. Yeah, that could easily happen, Sometimes. right? Yeah. Um, a, I would love to see him do the trees, redo the trees. New class, I couldn't really see that unless that was like for the the Taken Queen update. Uh, a want new a element. Hunter, I want a death class. Death class would be pretty cool. A, a new new element is also really hard because of the the whole lore discussion about the universe essentially being assembled on those three three pillars. But I mean, they blew up the tower to get rid of the right. weapons. Blew up, they blew up the library with all the lore in it. No one knows anymore. Got, the library. Kinetic, is I mean, kinetic they plus. erased. They erased the grimoire. <laughs> there you like, go. How how committed are we to this lore if it makes the game more fun? <laughs> Some, something that the lore people were got upset about is that they said that the grimoire was now folklore and not canon mm-hmm. and yes. um, that may be prepping for some significant changes in the in what we've read in the canon or in the in the grimoire so i want to grasp whatever made thorn thorn make that into a class for everyone boom death poisoned stuff it'll be it. cool it might be really awful of an unbalance, but it would be cool. <laughs> but wouldn't it be fair to say that before they even attempt to add a new class or a new weapon type or anything of that nature, let's get what's cr- the current meta. Let's get that right first mm-hmm. before we start tinkering again, which could completely unbalance everything that they've done in the sandbox already. That's fair. I don't think it's a necessarily a good idea because you could balance the game that we have into the, you know, for the next three years, but if you never add anything, like it's well, no, almost yeah. no matter how well you balance it, it's going to get stale. No, no, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is let's at least get it to a good place. It, it'll never be perfect. Of course it'll never be perfect, but yeah. we're still trying to get everything to a good place. And hopefully this may update going into the summer is the case. We play through the summer. Everything's in a good place. 
fall up, fall expansion comes out, let's add some new shit into it, you know, and then let's start yeah. all over again. I'd be fine with that, but I'd be I surprised just wanna... if any of the new subclass or any like new oh, stuff yeah. like that comes before September. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yes, I agree. I also think that it's important for people to to you know realize that they have to try some stuff and fail, right? Yeah. And so the sandbox update right now needs to come more frequently. Way more. And we need to get them more frequently. So I think what they're looking at is September, you know, we got May and then September. Right? I'd like to see a whole new sandbox coming with a September. Right? The, the oh, yeah, for sure. expecting it. So yeah. Especially if mods 2.0 come out. That should change the sandbox. Right? Agreed, but I like to I like to say that we see something like I've enjoying using pulse rifles now. I'm enjoying using different guns. I think we should have that rotation through the seasons. So that's what we went into Destiny 2 assuming, that every season right. was going to have shifts and changes. And we obviously did mm-hmm. not get that. So I'm hoping that – here's hoping for another time. Maybe in September they actually start making good on that promise. We talk about every three months, season, and a, a meta so. change. Because it needs it. The game really does need it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the next question was about, uh, well, it's how did the Crucible team decide on random game modes instead of letting player, players choose what mode they want to play like we had in Destiny 1? And Kevin answers by saying, biggest driver of that conversation was trying to improve matchmaking times and connection quality. Additionally, it allows us to better supply certain moods. As you see in 1.1.4, We've reinforced those moods. Quick play is now delivering the 4v4 low intensity that we intended. Competitive is now driving further 4v4 high intensity. And the biggest driver is connection quality and connection times. So most people in the pool means more people in the pool means more good connections. Mm. <laughs> I've had some real bad connections. Not going to lie. Quick play. It's, Did it get best? It I get would glad. Well, I would glad I would gladly wait a little bit longer to go into control than sit there playing Clash for seven games Same. in a row because it doesn't change. Same. If they rotate it, if it ro- if it went Clash Supremacy Control, Clash sem- Supremacy Control, so I actually knew what I was getting, then I'd be a little bit more okay with it. But I can sit there and literally play Clash for seven, ten games in a row and be like, "What am I gonna get a game mode?" I mean, the, if they if they broke out the playlists into like slayer game modes and objective game modes and instituted a lobby voting system we would be fine right we've had games that have lobby voting systems like call of duty i remember uh, i think it was black ops 2 had it and uh it it was cool but it also sucked because like community favorites would just get voted every time. So if you didn't like Nuketown, for instance, well, good luck to you because it's getting voted every time. <laughs> right. You know, so mm. like a voting system is good and bad. I can tell you on the PC, if they broke it out into all the game modes they have, they had in Destiny 1 on PC, there'd be like two people in each game mode, like waiting for cues. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the community yeah. is so small over there. I don't know how they fix this. Well, I mean, without just like getting more players in there. Well, what's funny though is the the idea is that let's let's funnel the playlist into a single population or on both sides, competitive and quick play, in hopes of trying to get better connections and better game times and so on and so forth. And it also has caused the exact same player drop for Crucible. People don't want to play 
clash all the time. People, you know, like it, it's actually it's created the exact same effect that they were trying to get away from. Mm-hmm. Where people are not interested in playing those playlists anymore in addition to lack of updates. So it's it's interesting. Like I I understand the the premise behind it, but at the end of the day, it's like these peer-to-peer connections are peer-to-peer. They're bad. I got an idea. I got an idea. You can have uh, the broken out playlist, but it requires you to plug a network cable into your console. You cannot you cannot have access if you're on Wi-Fi. <laughs> Thus huh? cutting the population huh? in half. <laughs> Come on, more than half. You get a separate queue for Cat 5 users only. Wi-Fi, we got to separate. We got to segregate the Wi-Fi and the Cat 5. <laughs> Wi-Fi or nice. Cat5. I like it. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> um, now, what I didn't like about his answer is he goes on to say, in May, private matches are coming at any point when you want to get a game of control together, you can do that. In terms of players asking to make Rumble permanent, we've absolutely heard that feedback. To be more specific, we've heard that. We understand that. And we're having conversations every day since the launch of 1.4 about that. I don't so like the, the answer because it's like, you want to play Control? Go make Control by yourself and your imaginary friends can come join right. and play with you. Yo, I got like <laughs> two <is> friends <laughs> maximum. Who have uh, free-for-all Control. I mean, that would be cool <laughs> if we could do that, but we, we don't have the option to do that. So, yeah, it's like if I could – if there was like a server – well, not a server search because it's not dedicated service, but a game search where I could search for Control – that someone started, then that would be amazing. I could search for a private match that someone set up that was control. That would be awesome. But I can't do that. I just make control and just... Mm-hmm. I mean, for us, it's okay because we stream and people can join. But for the average person who just wants to play some control or some clash, yeah. they're not going to have enough people to make a lobby. No. And, 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 and you want to play against random people, right? Yeah. You want to play against the You want it to rotate. Friends all the time. You want it to like, you know, get this team, then it breaks up, you get a new team, so on and so forth. It's like forcing you into one playlist that is randomly going to choose one of the three that you actually want to play. It's so counterproductive. It, it It's like how many times are you going to play a game mode that you're not interested in until eventually you're like, well, it's not showing up. I'm going to quit. I'm going to go play Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, I hope you're muted. <laughs> and it's a fundamental part of having fun playing PvP with your friends. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. if you if you're struggling as a group in Halo, we jumped into private matches to screw around for a bit and been a minute, and then switched over to Slayer or objective game modes, kind of to freshen up the night. It feels stale when you're sitting there flipping over and you're getting maps you don't like and playlists you don't like. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, no. I, I mean, I, I feel like I keep harping on this, but we need to have in PvP more control over what we want to play. Yeah. It's a big reason why I was not enjoying PvP. It was like a, it was a big part of it. I mean, I wasn't enjoying the sandbox that much. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot more now. But before, it's just like I'm sitting there. I want to play control. Control mm-hmm. is what I enjoy, and I'm playing that the least amount of time out exactly. of all the other modes. Could, and and then at some point I'm like I'm just not having fun because I don't enjoy this I don't enjoy this mode. and then you stop playing PvP and then yeah, you stop playing PvP because you back out and what option do you have right at that point right yeah. exactly yeah. you're sitting there and you're like there's there's the, two similar you know yeah so the intent to make the population bigger is actually making it smaller because of those <laughs> yes right hundred yeah. percent agree. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 basically taking right. the approach from a different angle and saying look if we build it they will come we understand. That creating these playlists right now with with this low of a population is gonna suck. 
uh, we I believe that if you build it, a, P, a playlist and a, a PvP arena that players want to play, they will get populated again. Mm-hmm. Well, well, to be honest with you, I mean, I can take it all the way back to the reveal event when they first showed us all this. I remember. And, <laughs> and I saw 4v4 and... You know, I don't mean to name drop or anything, but it's like I got I got to interview Noseworthy and I asked him about it. And I'm like, why why are we doing this? Why are you taking away? Because like again, bringing my son into it, the thing that we did in D1 all the time was doubles, two v two stuff, or we get a third person, we run three v three stuff. We'd love to do that. That was our sweet spot. Didn't matter what the mode was. Obviously, elimination was probably our favorite, but uh, we didn't have that option in destiny two. We were forced to do four V four everything. Now bringing rumble back is a nice first step. They did the crimson double event. That's nice, but we're the permanent playlists that are allowing the different number of players and the different modes that we had in destiny one. That's right. something hopefully they get back to by the fall because that my son and I don't play PVP as much now because we don't have that anymore. And that was the thing that we did together. And of course I can get with my buddies. We can do six V six iron banner and you know, I can go run trials or whatever. That's fine. But what about when I don't want the super sweaty match of trials? What, when I just want to do something casually Mm -hmm. with my son, that mode doesn't exist anymore. And Mm -hmm. that's what they need to bring back. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. It'd be great to have some, and we talk about this every week, but it'd be great to have that rotating playlist be something that the, that the crucible team designers get to be creative with and make some really interesting game modes. They actually talked about that a little bit in the Q and a there was, they were saying that they, that's what they kind of wanted this to be is they wanted to try out new modes and try out new stuff and see what people think about it. Like rumble is a good example, right? Rumble came out. We're like, what is this? This is awful. (laughs) I'm dying. And then spawning right behind the guys just killed me. So they took that, and by the next time Rumble comes around, it's going to be six players, and the spawns are going to be a lot better. Well, the only thing so, that I'd like to see about that, Watts, yeah. is that there's a phase, like a player test realm sort of approach to it. So, yes, we got Rumble. They got player yep. feedback from us, right? Yep. They're going to adjust it. Now make it a playlist. Uh, yeah, that, that okay. would be good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. take, take, take playlists that they're thinking about creating— Adjust them, put them out there in that player test realm, that, that rotating playlist, make us mm-hmm. get us in there jumping around, giving us them some data. But then yeah. put it th- these meat and potato playlists should be there. They shouldn't be leaving. Yeah. Well, Rumble in particular, it's just it's It's such a staple of FPS yeah. games. <laughs> you wanna go in it's solo. Such a staple. <laughs> you just you wanna shoot everybody that's in the I don't want to talk to people. I wanna listen to music <laughs> and shoot mans. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to no, be faced agree. with a team of, you know, a pre-made team of four every time I get into the Crucible. That's, on, yeah, that's, that's one of the things another. that I loved about Call of Duty is that you could get into a team deathmatch playlist and everybody in there was guaranteed solo. Yeah. They would not mercenary allow mercenary. the mercenary. Yep. I love that, man. You knew for a fact you weren't going to go up against a squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's it's talking about, like, having a ton of playlists and having low population. So in COD... They had a ton of playlists, mm-hmm. and you could actually see the amount of people that were in that playlist at yeah. that time. So you'd be like, there's only 50 people playing this. Okay, I'll go play this other thing that has, you know, 2,000 people in it. I'll check back later. So if you were having a tough time getting into a lobby that you wanted, you can just go play something mm-hmm. else. You could come back to it. You had that option. I don't think not having the option there is the 
choice that we need to go for yeah. here. I think having it there, if we could have numbers showing us how many people are playing, that would be awesome because then I could hover over it and be like, okay, there's you know hardly any people playing Rumble. I'll go do something else. I'll check that later. Um, I just I don't like not having the option. Yeah, at all. same. I don't know why they don't do that. In Halo Reach, they gave population numbers. It's like why did they why did they step away from that? Yeah, Call of Duty used to do it in older games too, and they stopped doing it. I don't like it's. They did stop doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Like what? My favorite That's mode had like no one playing it in COD, <laughs> like well, zero. Is, but I still can... I waited in that line to play that mode because I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Watts, you could you could the thing is we can get that information right. The people mine that information; they're not hiding anything. I mean, yeah. p- putting those numbers up aren't. It, it makes it, it makes gives it goes back to giving the players options and informed decision making. If connection and having a bunch of people to play with is super important to you, then pick a social playlist with a lot of people in it. Good. If you're willing to ch- ch- chance it and you want to try some um, some more of the esoteric pl- playlists, go in there and give it a shot. Mm-hmm. But you also know you also know going in that there's a low population, so you might be connecting with somebody from, you know, the future in Australia. <laughs> it's just the future. That's just the way it's going to be. True. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Uh, next question was, why can't the mobility stat increase sprint this speed? A I'm one. a hunter. I need to ninja. Uh, Hamrick says our goal with 1.1.4 was to get back to more of the destiny one style of movement, especially the movement you're working with mid combat sprint speeds weren't changed for destiny two. Therefore it wasn't crazy high priority to hit those. That being said, we called it the go fast update for a reason. And it was absolutely one of the potential changes to test with our, on our list. As we dug into making changes, to it, we ran into some technical challenge that kept it from being possible to get up in time to test with. It's something we will continue to consider in the future, though. What I can tell you is we buffed standard movement quite a bit. Fun fact, any mobility value over 5 after 1.1.4 is faster 
than the max mobility base speed values in Destiny 1. We also returned increased air acceleration back to its Destiny 1 values as well. I mean, that, that was that was some interesting info, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that we're moving fast. If you're above five mobility, like, you're moving faster. On the live stream, didn't he go into more info about, like, how it would actually break, break yes, loading? Like, yeah. So, he, he did that on Twitter that on as well. Twitter, yeah. He did it yeah. on Twitter as well. So, yeah. This is the edited version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had issues with in testing of the load times that it would um, in a PvP match or in in a PVE more. It was PVE that yeah. they would PVE that they would be going too fast and it would break load times and uh, the world g- generating in front of you. I wonder if he's talking about something like we used to see a lot in Destiny One, where you'd be l- loading between, like you'd be on a sparrow and you kind of stop. Oh, the stop. While the game kind of loaded the next area, <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. Probably because if if it's like that, I'd be willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah, why not just stop <laughs> midair? Like, loading. Okay. Can you imagine being in PvP and doing that? That would be hilarious. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, in PvP, I know it wouldn't. Ha- it shouldn't happen in there because yeah. the the map is a lot smaller. It's it should only be happening in PvE. Yeah, in those big zones. I would assume. Yeah, but I, but I have a I have a hard time believing that. In not believe, I'm not saying that he's not being truthful. I have a hard time. Liars. I know calling him out <laughs> when we see uh, the Dawn Blade flying oh, around the map like a freaking missile. <laughs> I don't think anybody's talking about our sprint speed being faster than that. No. If we could I all mean, run that fast, that like, would be really? insanity. Like, is anybody is anybody saying that we should be able to run into a wall and, and die? The Titan Skate on no, PC I mean, now. Same thing, like right. Oh my god, Titan skates with an Acrius. Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm just saying that I, I I appreciate them saying that they hey they tried to get it in but couldn't. But I also want to acknowledge that it it the things exist in I the game currently that already break those that are rules. Faster. Yeah. Yes. Like you don't need to go as fast as a sparrow, right? No. Otherwise, there would be no need for sparrows, right? So there is a tiered approach to it. Well, what are you going to buy from Eververse? There's no sparrows. Good point. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Amanda Holiday has something to do with the world now. Who knows? Uh, they talk about Derek Carroll uh, had a little spark part where he's talking about um, uh, Rumble. They are bringing Rumble back down to six players. Uh, in the future, and altering the spawning policy behind the, the scenes in an attempt to keep players more evenly spaced out. Changes are the first steps towards an even better player experience that we expect to drop when Season 3 begins. Uh, Iron Banner, the next Iron Banner will begin next week. Uh, that's going to be 6v6, so mm-hmm. that'll be kind of a return to Destiny 1's Iron Banner. Uh, control zones, you'll you'll take them over faster if you have more than one person uh, standing on them and by uh, standing on them or, you know, taking one over, you will get super energy. Pretty cool. Can so we, it's D1 can, control. Yes. Yep. Yeah. D1 control. <laughs> hey, can we talk about Rumble for a second? Because that was, a, I think, a controversial decision. And I just want to hear your um, take on it. Last was it week. Controversial because I, I feel I like so. I haven't heard. The Destiny community's in agreement on one thing, like I have <laughs> for six-person Rumble. Like I've never heard the whole Destiny community go, "Yeah, this there should are, be six there people." There are those people out there that um, they're always going to enjoy eight-person Rumble. This diverse, yes, 
there are people that enjoyed it. And give me an F in chat if you uh, if you enjoyed Rumble. So just give eight me an idea Rumble of how many people really did. If eight you enjoyed eight-person eight Rumble, right. let's get so an F. Here's, <laughs> so here's where um, here's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like that they changed to 6v6, and I, 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 I would like more information on what they did with the spawns. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of people with Fs. I think. Mm, I don't. Know. Out of out of all the people here, this is like it's science. It's like it's, it's science. Like ten people. I'm seeing a lot of F no and F U's though, <laughs> and those those don't count. <laughs> to 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 be fair to the people that do like the five people in the world that do like eight, I think if the spawns were better, maybe it could work. But it was just chaos playing with eight people. It six just felt right. So mm-hmm. I mean, this this was a smart move for them to do. Yep. Okay. And they're changing it guys, when but... Rumble comes around next, which I do want to say I really like that because that's what we were all saying, right? This is kind of the test, one of the tests for Bungie of can you get this feedback and deal with that feedback quickly? And they're doing it when Rumble comes around next time mm-hmm. in the playlist. So yeah. I'm I'm really happy with that because we were all like, or is it going to take six months to change Rumble?" So that was our concern. Yeah. Well, that's a that. que- that's a question I, I got for you guys. Since since I'm on here, this is this is my opportunity. So it, it's very clear these maps, the maps we have right now, they were designed for four v four, right? So yeah. we'll we'll see how six v you know six v six Iron Banner works when that happens, but. Moving moving ahead, like even with this May uh, DLC that's coming out, and obviously the fall expansion, they have to start making bigger maps, right? If if we're going to get away from this four v four and start expanding it, we got to start having maps that were more D one size, right? So I agree. The some of them for sure. Uh, some of them are definitely smaller, and then uh, have the the pains of uh, of all those players on there. But at the same time, the remakes play pretty similar with 4v4 right now versus how it felt with 6v6 and didn't they say they adjusted the size of the remakes though did they to bring them in a little bit for 4v4 okay pretty sure they did when they released them i think you know paris i think that we'll get 6v6 next week and we'll get a chance to try it out yeah if the community loves 6v6 mm-hmm. and it becomes a thing that you know resoundingly is a success and yeah, I think you're right. Bungie needs to start designing some 6v6 maps, right? You know what I was actually really hoping is, so you know when Iron Banner first came out, they released the remake of Shores of Time. I was hoping that with this Iron Banner and 6v6 coming out, we will get a remade D1 map. That'd be cool. Rusted, Rusted Lands? Lands yeah. Banner Yeah, Pole. there you go. Yeah. Like, That'd be awesome. I love Rusted so much. I want Rusted to yeah. come back. I feel like that map should just come back. Copy paste. You know, just copy paste the map. <laughs> just, you don't even have to change the way it looks. Just give it the exact C, same control map. Control V, just bring it over. We're good. No, <laughs> if, it, I, I, if it's Black Shield, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're like, okay, so you guys nice. want a sector back? Got it. Black Shield? Got it. Yeah, no, I, don't, don't do that. Trials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that uh, time to kill, in my opinion, really affects how those things play out. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you can get shot a couple times and then run away with still half your health, then that's a different situation. Whereas in like D1, you were dealing with a lot more special and you, you were dealing with um, 
three tap hand cannons and so on and so forth. So it was a lot more difficult to just run away from those situations. So with the time to kill adjustment, I I don't know. I I could see a lot of these maps actually working if the time to kill matched with being able to make engagements where you're essentially committing to that engagement. Somebody's going to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, playing with the vigilant swing and playing against the vigilant swing, that time to kill is fast. You know, like you peek out and you overcommit to peeking out. Like you, you start running around a corner when you should have just like popped around and popped back in to see if anybody was, mm-hmm. was staring at you. And you pay the price with that vigilant swing. You don't have time to turn around and go back. You know, I so actually feel vigilance wing that time to kill is in a pretty good spot because like you said, if I peek, I can get away from that. I have enough time to run away or dodge out of the way or do something right. to stop from dying from it. But it's fast enough to where if you caught, if you catch someone making a mistake, you're going to kill them. Mm-hmm. They can't yeah. run it's away. It's good from that it. they're bringing yeah. other exotics up to it. I think that that's a good thing. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the summit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I kind of wanted to, if I can find it, damn it, I lost it. Uh, read the, or a portion of the email that they sent out because uh, the summit, basically what's happened is a, a lot of content creators and some people like who are Reddit moderators have been uh, asked to come out to Bungie uh, to what they're calling the Destiny Community Summit. And uh, it, it is going to be a capture event. Capture events, Watson, you're probably the most familiar with here. You know, you've gone to a lot of these before. You go out there, you get to yeah. play like a DLC early. You get some mm-hmm. capture footage that you get to bring home and post on YouTube before the DLC comes out. It's it you know it's beneficial to both parties. You get some right. you know you get some views on your your YouTube channel, and you know you build some hype for the next DLC. There's going to be that here, but there's also going to be. The summit, uh, a conversation Feedback. between content creators and Bungie about the future of the game. And they're actually going to show off some stuff that they're working on for the future and kind of get a feel for what you think. I tagged it in the uh, Skype chat if you want to read it. Uh, yeah, I've got it up. So okay. I'm going to I'm going to just read a little bit about this. Uh, our goals for this summit are to build a better bridge between the people who make our games and the people who lead our community. You'll see new gameplay. You'll have a chance to capture some unrevealed content to release on your channels at a later date. However, the real value of this gathering will be the conversations with developers at Bungie. We want to show you what we're working on. We want your opinions on future releases that are yet to be locked. We want to show you our new plans and learn learn from you while we still have time to react to your feedback. That's uh, I huge. That is right, huge. It is huge. That last part was, there. They've never done that before. Like any capture event has been, it's just a publicity thing, right? Like you you play the stuff early, you get the, the hype out there, you show some content, and they get to kind of do that and explain what the DLC is. We have never once had a situation where we are going to be giving feedback on stuff that they can actually change before it is released. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're saying. That's the first time they've ever said that. Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect... You know, anything to be changed between the summit and the DLC. But going forward next week, but DJ said that we're going to see an updated roadmap for the summer and beyond. I would expect those changes to be reflected by the summit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that the content creators, you know, the people who are being invited to this kind of have uh, a burden on their backs right now is to really like step up their game, you know, and have, have an um, understanding of, you know, what works in this game, what doesn't work and why, mm-hmm. you know, be able to explain yourself yeah. uh, and yeah. explain like why, why one thing that you really like is fun and why something that you don't like isn't fun and be able to actually like, you know, have a conversation about it, not just be yeah. like, right. you know, I want a faster time to well, kill. Yeah, Why? Because it'll be faster. <laughs> yes, especially because at these events, like when you're capturing, a lot of the time you're going in there with the mindset of, I need good gameplay for this video. So you're just trying to use the weapon that feels the best. You're trying to use the stuff that feels the most comfortable. Whereas we really need to go into this as I want to test everything that I possibly can. And I want to get some really solid ideas for feedback from playing this content. So it's going right. to be, it's going to be a total different approach to to playing it. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, we have um, three of members of the podcast are going, and so we're going to be our community is going to be very well represented there. Um, we're opening up a conversation on our Patreon um, Discord through uh, to to, and also on the Discord to generate conversations that will help to inform and influence us of what the, our community wants to see. And I think that what's valuable about the way that they approach this is that they didn't just invite content creators. They invited content creators from all different areas, but there's also, you know, community leaders and, and the a, a, a just committed like hardcore players. There's a wide variety of people that got invited. And what I'm hoping is that just like what we're doing, that everybody who's invited does this. They turn to their audience, their community, the people that they've built a following with and talk to them and really get mm-hmm. a sense of what they want. We're doing the same thing with our with our Patreon and our Discord, and we're starting those conversations. And I know Patrick Watts and I will, will are hoping – I, I can speak for myself. I feel a huge burden, huge. Like people are texting, messaging me on Twitter saying, Pope, now – now our you know our hopes are on you, right? There's a lot of pressure to to do this, and I want to temper people's expectations. We represent a community and can share our views with Bungie, and we will do that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. as strongly as possible. But ultimately, this is their game, right? Sure. But it's definitely a chance for you guys to tell them straight up what is and not what is and what is not working and why. That's true. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. so yeah. and just well, to clarify, Holtz, Pope, and Watts, you guys are going to the summit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In air accuracy. In air accuracy, right? If, yeah, and if I could just throw my two cents into it, uh sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But uh um, it. yeah, it, it, it's like you said, Pope, and it is a thing of where I can understand where you, you feel that responsibility going to this because there are a lot of people out there in the community that are going to be watching everyone that goes to this and they're going to expect some kind of result, some kind of feedback that you're giving Bungie. But at the same time, I think there's just as much pressure on Bungie because what what they are doing with this and, and some I've been talking to some of my friends saying I would almost love to see this become an annual thing. And maybe not just the same people go every year, but they're rotating people in and out every year to get various amounts of feedback from the community. And like you said, I think 
you know, obviously I, I love all you guys. I, I love the content creators because that's how I learned how to play the damn game over the years. Right. But it's those people that aren't content creators that are going. I feel there is even more important mm-hmm. because I think they're the ones that just play this game because they love to play the game and they don't have any other stake in it other than they love to play it. And they're going to, everyone's going to give their honest feedback, but they're going to give their honest feedback and they're going to talk about the things that they love and the things that they don't like. And they don't necessarily have the huge platform that you, that you guys have, but they can go on Reddit and go, Hey, I was one of the people that went to the event. Here's what I think. And it becomes a more personal story for them. And the thing that I want out of this is, you know, me being a fan of the game is I want to make sure that Bungie is taking this feedback to heart. Like if there's a kind of a consensus among the group that, hey, man, this weapon slot thing ain't working. You, you need to try something else. I don't want to see it then come out two months later. And now all of you guys are up in arms going, we told them we told them they shouldn't have done this, but they did it anyways. And now the community is going to be even more upset. So it. It is a risk that they're doing this, That's what but I'm I applaud about. them for doing it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because it opens up that conversation. It makes this game more of a symbiotic relationship, I feel, between the developer and and the community where now the community I feel can have a stake in that. Yeah. We sure. help make this game better. Mm-hmm. And that's going to promote more people well to want to come well back and yeah. to play I, it. I, you know, I, I really appreciate that Paris. Cause I, I, I believe that you're articulating very well, something that I was challenging that I was having a hard time say, there's a lot of people in the community right now that are going to be leaning on these community leaders to get mm-hmm. their message across. What I'm hoping is to say to them, that the narrative needs to be, let's help to articulate this and share with the community leaders. It shouldn't be this approach where if you, you know, this angry approach, well, now, now if you don't, the game isn't fixed to what I like, you didn't do your job, right? We're going to do our best. I have a very passionate view of the game and and Watts does and Patrick, everybody who's going does. And we all have our best intentions and our best, you know, we're going to articulate those the best way we can. Yeah. But ultimately the, what I'm trying to say is that we are going there 
to help improve the game and, and, and be a part of the process. And I'm just really thankful to be part of it. But it's got to be a positive experience as a community. We got to look at it as a positive way of interacting of with Sanji and not and, and, and if we want to see more of these moving forward is what I'm saying. Yeah, it'd be Agreed. great. You know, it'd be great if this, you know, that this it'd be wonderful if this is a huge success and they do it, you know, before every, you know, seasonal update or mm-hmm. right after every seasonal update, yeah. you know, um, and kind of just keep this running. Uh, my good friend Gary Diaz kind of linked me up to a Reddit post by Deep Fried Dave. Uh, I guess the division did this not too long ago, Yep, uh, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it, what they did is actually like they had a a contest basically like, you know, write into us, explain to us why you should be invited to this. And they mm-hmm. actually, you know, they had, you know, five members of the community, not necessarily content creators, but just like people who were passionate about the game and could explain, you know, why they should be invited. I thought that was really smart. And they did it like for three days where they, they went through it bit by bit with community members, with content creators and really like got in a deep dive into, you know, Here's what works. Here's what's not fun. You know, they'd watch these people play. They'd talk about the future of the game, things that were they were planning, and things that, you know, were still up in the air. Like, we're still kind of spitballing these ideas for the future. What do you think about it? You know, like, I'm hoping Budgie has that kind of – because I'm a little worried about your timetable. Yeah. Like, you got two days, Same. but some of that time is going to be, you know, just capture event for the next DLC. I, I, I'm – I'm a huge supporter of this idea. I hope you have enough time to do it. Yeah, (laughs) I want them to do more of this. I want them to do this frequently with getting creators from outside of Seattle and bringing them in and having them play stuff. But also, they have some of the most critical Destiny creators living 15 minutes away from their studio. Triple's here. Datto's here. Patrick's here. Mav's here. I'm here. Like They could bring any of us into the studio anytime and be like, hey, we're thinking of this. What do you think? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't cost them a dime. They could drive there. Triple could go give his opinion on a PvP update that they're doing. Datto could go give an opinion on a PvE thing. Like, they can utilize people that live close that are some of the most critical, fairly critical in the community. They give really good feedback. And the, I wish the, they would. The, the, that's what I'm essentially, that's what I'm talking about, Briar. So I'm trying to, I want to temper people's approach to this because the timing of it, I don't want to get like, I don't want to like, put it down, you know, I'm excited to go, but nothing is going to affect May. Right. No, 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 of course not. Right. May is done. And, and it in may not even affect September. I mean, it, it's, it may it, be in a, if it in doesn't a, in, it's affect September, September, something's fucked up. Yeah. It's got to, <laughs> <affect September. laughs> it has to, in a lightweight way, in a lightweight, in the sound box, maybe. Right. But, but some of these issues see, that people are bringing problem, up, though. Pope, <laughs> that, that's if, the hey, fundamental problem. Look at, with, look at, look at the, the look you're at the not twab. talking. If you're at that summit and you're not talking about weapon slot changes with Bungie, oh and god, they're not, yeah. and they're not talking to you about what they're planning, that's yeah. fucked up. The whole thing doesn't matter. Fuck well, it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, look, look at, look at their timetable for fixing stuff. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Coming from the more media side, so when when E3 happens. Whatever you guys see in in April and whatever we play at E3, because whenever they show off this update, those type of they they better at least be talking about those changes. Maybe it's not ready at that time, but when they put a controller in our hand and say, hey, play the fall update, 
they should at least be saying, and with the feedback that we got from the community summit, here's some of the changes that we're thinking about doing. Because while you guys are going to be able to go, I'm sure there's NDAs, all that, you're not going to be able to talk about everything that you see. When they hand that controller to a press person and Deej or whoever it is at E3, they're doing those interviews. They have to be on script and know what they're talking about. They can't still go, well, we haven't locked it down yet. They can at least say, well, this build that you're playing now, this change isn't in it. But here's what we're looking to do by the time it comes out in September. So whatever you guys influence, it's going to have to, within a month, it's going to have to affect whatever they're going to present at E3. So. So in that sense, yeah, there. this is, even though it's two days, it's going to be important, whatever kind of feedback that you give, oh, because I'm they're going to have I'm to taking be. It, I'm taking it very seriously, Paris. I mean, but I'm no, of also, course you are. Yeah. I'm, also yeah, in a, I'm also in a position where I'm looking at this in what we know of Bungie. We have how many years of working with them? Mm-hmm. But but All something right. has to change though, Pope. Like I understand, you're, yeah, you're, we're not satisfied yeah. with old Bungie. Yeah, you're, you're saying all you're right. saying yet their development time so, is incredibly so slow, let's, let's, and we let's, all get let's that. Go but into this. they have to cross. Yep. They have to hit some point where they realize that's not working, and they have to accept an accelerated form of development because they need to knock, they need to knock fifty percent of their development time off of their what they've done before. Oh, I'm not. I'm not asking for them to redesign every level they've made and every strike they've made for for the Taken Queen. What I'm saying is the feedback that you guys give about things that are changeable, like you know, weapon slot adjustments, like time to kill. Like, what are you guys going to say about random rolls? And what are you guys going to say about like end game loot, sandbox like, stuff? I completely agree. Like that. That's the stuff that needs to change. If you ask me, there's yeah. not a problem with content in Destiny. There's a problem with a reason to do content, yeah. right? The, right? The stuff, the maps for the Taggy Queen, as far as I'm concerned, they're probably pretty much done, right? Like yeah, I would imagine, because right. so. yeah. you know, like Paris is saying, we're probably going to see some of that stuff at at E3. But it's the it's the investment system. It's the loot. It's the you know, it's the long term grind. It's the reason that we continue to play Destiny month after month. That it's not necessarily yeah, like the art is beautiful, but that's done. Yeah. Like you guys aren't going to have any input on that. You're not going to sure. have any input on the story. What you have input on is the gameplay, and that's the stuff that can change. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk. Let's and 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 I I want to I, I want to have this conversation because it helps engage people with their expectations, mm-hmm. and it helps engage people with with what we're looking at. Maybe it's a lot of assumptions, but let's take for example mods 2.0. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the turnaround time of something substantial that involves adjustment of guns that you talked about, Briar, sandbox that you talked about, and the way people engage in the game? That's 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 what you're talking about is a significant change for September. I think it's a little bit more broader. It's it's in terms of like the actual investment. It's the reason you turn on the game and you say, what am I doing today? Whether it's in PVE or PVP, there has to be things in place, kind of like there were in D1 where there was a reason, there was a chase. Like, you went into Heroic Strikes because okay. you might get a god roll, a Mago Loop, like, or whatever whatever particular one, Grass Malik, so on and so forth. Those things are gone in Destiny 2, and we need a lot of them. They need to put them all over the place in the game and allow us to have investment. Black Spindle. Black Spindle. I'm going to go there, gonna go there and have the highest expectations for Bungie I've always had. Always. I'm also with a huge portion of the population. We've been we've been working with Bungie for years now. And I don't you know, I I, I, I'm 
I feel like at a certain point we keep expecting them to produce this content and keep getting disappointed, right? And we get caught up in the hype. You, I can't believe I'm the one saying this shit. I Conte, honestly can't. No, you Conte know what? Forget it. You know what? Everybody in chat is absolutely right. I am not the right person. to. I'm not going to support. You know what? Fuck that. I am looking at this in, in, in clear eyes. Everybody is excited about this summit. Everybody is excited about. I'm excited to go and represent the community. Hell absolutely yeah. You should be. But I'm also not blind to the fact that we've been working with them for three years and I don't think anything substantially has changed in their production and development time and things like that. Am I going to ask for the stuff that I want? Yes. Right. But I think our role there is to take a look at what their roadmap is and give them feedback. But I honestly think the projection of some of these changes that we're asking for is past September. And I, God, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I honestly hope I'm wrong. But, no, you're you, you know, you're probably right. You're probably right. Some of the things that whatever you you get to see is probably the projected whatever they're going to get to by the fall, right? Right. If if there's major changes that need to happen because of your feedback, you're it's also not probably happen in right. Four months. They're not going to happen. But it's not going to happen in four months. We have to it, give it, that it, feedback though. But oh, it, hell they, yeah. feedback. But now they've gotten the feedback, or they've gotten the feedback in April sure. instead of getting it in September, and the community right. screaming sure. at That's them. That's absolutely true. And right. then they can now say, "Here's our updated roadmap." Mod right. mods 2.0 has been pushed out to November because it ain't going to be right in September. Whatever. At least yeah. now we know. Mm-hmm. You, you know just, what I mean? Just, so that's I'm how I'm tired of everybody so getting caught of, up. Instead on of this it stuff. being like four months after or six months after the DLC comes out and they're doing these big changes, they will know ahead of time. Okay, we need to add more to this. This is something that we need to do. Yeah. This isn't quite right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it happens a month after. Maybe it's a week. Sure. Maybe they have a day one pack that's ready to go out with it. You know, who knows yeah. what could happen? But I think the important thing is that you just have to go in with. Why do you enjoy Destiny? What made you right. fall in love with Destiny? What made you keep playing Destiny? And figure that out in a way that we can really tell the developers in a in a way that makes sense. And like mm-hmm. you said, not just say, low time to kill because it's fun. Yeah, Have a reason behind fast. that. Why did mm-hmm. you enjoy it? Why yeah. do you want that? And just be honest with the feedback. Yeah. Also, I, am, I, am, also I would expect them to show you guys what they've been thinking with the end game. So while you're saying you can't sure. just go in and say, well, I need this end game changes like for in order for mm-hmm. this to work. I'm, I'm assuming that they've prepared some things because they know, they know that the end game doesn't exist right now in destiny Two, And just like Byer oh, yeah. said, there's tons of things to do. There's tons of things to do in the world of destiny Two, but none That's of them so are true. relevant. Once you hit basically your yeah. max level power, like it's the game's yep. over at that point, unless you just want to go shoot people with vigilant swing. So, um, they are going to show you some stuff that do relate to that progression, and you're going to have to you're going to have to peel it back and think of it in terms of like a a three month six month type of play test. Are you going to be happy about those type of progression systems after the game's okay. been out? However much you know, I hear you because I I'm, I would be very surprised you. if they didn't show you anything. If they were like, guys, how do we put an end game in here? <laughs> <I'm>, this game <laughs> this game is so visually beautiful everything from the skyboxes to the pvp maps to the armor to everything is in visual detail is gorgeous and high resolution it's beautiful right that all takes time so when you talk when we talk about a significant change to something like for example just the user interface 
to changing a gun. Everybody thinks that, oh, we'll just add an just add an extra little circle there and it's no problem. We'll just add a circle to Uriel's gift and and or to uh, to pulse rifles. What I'm talking about is a realist expectation that anytime we ask for significant changes, it's back to the drawing board. And that and I, I would hope, such- hope an argument to this. I would hope sure. that they have at least one or two ideas really far down development. And they're basically looking at you guys. They're going to share them to us. They're going to share them with us. And they're going to say, hey, what do you think about what we like what if they're done? just starting to work on this stuff? That's a deeper problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I mean, I think they've been working on it for a while, but um, it's like a battleship in the harbor, man. If they if they if they have been turning if they've been moving this ship in a direction that the community leaders at the summit say, "Man, that's really off the mark." Yeah, that's what they need. You, okay. you need to be their thermometer of being like, "How hot or All cold right. are well, you?" Say they say they go, "Oh my god, yeah. we didn't we didn't understand that we were that far off the mark." Wait a second, let's turn this battleship. Is it going to happen in three months, four months? But you know what's really good about it, though, is we get to explain why it's so off the mark. Sure. So they need to understand. They don't need to know, oh, this is off the mark. They need to understand why it is and what is the kind of thing that we're looking for. So they can realign their design philosophy with what the community wants from their game. I totally agree, Watts. I'm just saying that that implementation of that feedback happens past September. You guys want to do some Twitter questions? Wait, wait. Yeah. All right. Hold up. Before we talk about Twitter, there's one thing that I need to highlight. That is, the Nightfall reward was a ghost. (laughs) Let's talk about that a little bit. It was a ghost. You know what else was a ghost? Me, because I'm not doing a Nightfall for a ghost. (laughs) They delayed the Nightfall rewards a month. And we got a ghost this week. (laughs) <laughs> so I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this. So how bad it is? The ghost, That's how bad I've been thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ghost. So if this if this came out with D two right, strike specific rewards. There's a ghost. You'd be like, sweet, it looks cool. But it, because it was delayed, and we only have quite a small amount of rewards for the strike specific loot, it just is real not great. They need to add more stuff to strike specifically. We need class items. We need shaders. We need we armor need that looks suite. like the strike. We need weapons. Mm-hmm. We need, you gotta, yeah, you a whole stop suite. this at the first part of that. Sentence. And then they need more stuff. We need more <laughs> stuff. If you could get that ghost along with a weapon in the strike, you'd be like, it'd be <laughs> worth it. Yeah. What crushes me is they literally said powerful, meaningful, powerful, loot unique. that drops ghost. from That's the boss. To me. I don't know what you're talking about. And <laughs> they give us a ghost. <laughs> I couldn't it believe it. Cool. Yeah, it's a really nice ghost, though. Is it? That's powerful. <laughs> I, look, I look good, and I'm powerful. It is, oh, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, no, you're right. I wanted that I sniper last week. I did that Nightfall tons of times to get that sniper, which I never got. So now I can't wait for that Nightfall to come back. That powerful ghost, meaning don't ghost. care, not doing the Nightfall. <laughs> Unbelievable. Don't I care. want my flare mantles back. I want to grind those flare mantles. I want to see the stats from week to week. Yeah, right. of how all of you who how did the interested last people week are for the sniper compared to how many times the nightfall was run this week for the ghost. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it, man. I, I was like, it's a pretty big difference. I, when I saw like the leaks of what was in the database, I was like, okay, maybe it's just because that's for this week, and they're like prepping some stuff, and we're going to get you know maybe a little injection of a, like a mini update or something like that. That's going to happen. And then I saw it really was a ghost drop, and I was like, 
It's a troll, man. It's like literally Bungie trolling us, <laughs> saying powerful loot. <laughs> Sniper rifle's good in PvP. And now, boom. It looks like Pope's already been suggesting some changes. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't do anything. You know, I don't. I don't do anything. I'm just a, a shield to this whole thing. So I, I'll but tell you. Don't get upset, man. Don't I'm, get I'm upset. good, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm. 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 As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've been at this game long enough to know that you're not going to please everybody. What Who's we're doing getting is pleased we're by ourselves- a ghost, though? Nobody. Nobody's getting pleased Look, by a ghost as a drop. And you guys Everest. don't understand what I'm fuck you don't understand what I'm saying. You're applying apply what we have learned with nightfall meaningful, powerful nightfall rewards to what I just said our previous conversation. No, but they added Connect the stuff. The they added the stuff though as a hey, we understand okay. that nightfall loot is bad. Right. We need to give you something okay. really powerful and that the boss should you. drop something meaningful and powerful from it when you that's a rare drop. And this week it's a freaking you. ghost that isn't isn't I even understand. as good as one of the best Eververse ghosts. I understand completely. I love it. I've got I got it on my second drop and um you know Do you actually like the I ghost? And, no. Okay. <laughs> Does I was the ghost give you, you a new up. I want to see how mad sniper. I can make people in chat. That's all. No, you're the only one getting mad, actually. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm good. This I'm is good. more of like a, Let's go. This is more of like a. We're not mad. This is why I changed the subject because everybody was just getting mad. Yeah. Nothing was getting done. It's more of no, like wanna, a. It's, it's not. It's, we're not mad. We're just severely disappointed. That's all. Mm, yeah, I, I've, I've had that conversation Mom? with my parents before. Honestly, I'm like, severely disappointed in this drop. Let's be honest. It's 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 these kind of things where Bungie or someone in Bungie is like powerful, meaningful, unique. We're going to push it back. These yeah, words are going to be awesome. You can't say that and then give us just a ghost. If this, like I said, if this went along with a, I don't know, a hand cannon that dropped from the same strike and you could get Warner either and you could get grind the strike to get all of the stuff. Or maybe if the hand cannon was a nightfall reward, but then the ghost was a heroic strike reward. Like that would make more sense, but when you just or give us a ghost for the, the nightfall, yeah. I mean, yeah, but just the ghost after you hype it up is 
They're not it's, they're it's not tempering our expectations very well. Just yeah, like with the hype trailer for the sandbox changes, right? The sandbox is actually not that bad of a change, but you made a hype trailer for the sandbox change. You're hyping everyone up. Ugh. Maybe we don't do that. Me. They they're a masterclass <laughs> at hype. It crushes me so much because, like, and that goes back to my exact point. Let's temper our expectations. All right, guys. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Pope. I've been tempering my expectations for three years. I'm expecting this franchise to be better than what it was when it began, and we're Mm -hmm. we're we're back on an ascension again of trying to get back to where we were at the end of year three. And Mm -hmm. I love Destiny. I really want to see it flourish. But they got to stop making these choices. These are very bad choices for the community. Just like Briar said, you want to see the stats of how many people were trying to get that sniper rifle last week versus how many people are trying to get a ghost that's not even as good as some of the Eververse ghosts. Like it's mm-hmm. it's going to be very disproportionate. Oh, I agree. I completely agree. I, I don't disagree with anything that you're saying. As a matter of fact, I don't even want to troll anybody listening anymore. I completely agree with you that this is underwhelming. If we don't it, get hands down. a Taken King style update in September. Oh, it's got to be good. Yeah. It's got to be good. It's got to be real good. Mm-hmm. It's got to be amazing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yep. We're going to get a chance to play it and it's going to be, or parts of it, look at it. Right. I imagine. I hope and, so. Um, and the feedback we're going to give is going to be heartfelt and sincere. Uh, let's do some sort of questions. We're going to start off. It's not going to go better from here. <laughs> I, I want it. Give it to me. Do you want me to like reverse the the Twitter questions so we no, do the no, stupid it's shit just, first? It's like a band aid. Let's do it. Jump it. Let's keep yeah. the heat. Uh, let's, go. let's get it. Hey, uh, can we take a break though before it and start to talk about something fun? Yeah, just go before ahead. we get into it. Oh, so yeah. I like fun things. We um, I like fun we have some cool <laughs> things happening. Um, first of all, we, as everyone knows, we got partnered on Twitch and so Ash, uh, our, our resident, uh, oh, artist yeah. created <laughs> some amazing emotes. I was hoping that they would be active, but since we're a new, um, channel, I guess the, I'm show them the right now. they don't trust of, us to not put penises everywhere. Well. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a quicker turnaround. We, we heard you like emotes. We're listening and we're working we're having on conversations it. We're not ready to about promise the emotes. emotes yet. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of conversations are being had about what types right? of non-penis pick emotes are going up. Okay? <laughs> That's not true. Every emote we've submitted so far has a penis in it. All right, I'm going to show you. Secret hidden right. penis. <laughs> you got we have taste another punch. question That's for why. you. Can you please us tell us your favorite drink and snake? Mm. My favorite snake... And drink. And drink. Oh, drink is easy. That's vodka tonic. Easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, snake. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. It's a good question. Uh, I'd say a cobra, I guess, right? Okay. Like yeah. yeah. Vodka tonic outrageous. and cobra it is. You I wouldn't want to be drunk the, around uh, a cobra. Bin foil hat up there. And, uh, <laughs> I just took it off the screen. We've got Watts' clickety-clack um, yeah. emote there. And of course, the bacon baby. Um, <laughs> bacon baby. I, I really think she hit it out of the park with bacon baby. Bacon baby is so creepy. I can't wait to. There's use it also everywhere. a dripping maple bacon baby. So yeah, so a tier three sub worse. gets access to a uh, bacon baby that is dripping very creepily with um, 
with um, with maple. maple syrup, and it's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so those are those will be going up in the next day or so. Uh, we really things, appreciate everybody who is sub to the uh, channel. Things that it's horrify me: awesome. maple covered bacon, baby, and just maple syrup <laughs> all over my beard. That just ugh. Mm-hmm. Good God. <laughs> that is a horrifying, horrifying thought. Or honey. Also, Ugh. the the Baby Bird 3D Doritos is pretty fucking horrifying. <laughs> that is gross. We, we are all Paris. These are all sort of most inside. disgusting emotes. <laughs> These are like all sort of inside jokes that have right, come right. up over the years. Um, it's it's hilarious. The the bacon baby creeps me out. I can't wait to see that in other chats. It's going to be uh, please funny. spam it everywhere you go, guys. So if you have everywhere an you iPhone go, and you have your grand baby. your grandma also has an iPhone, you can send mm-hmm. her bacon babies. We want her to die an early death. Had <laughs> <laughs> <Out> a <of> fright, <laughs> followed by uh, Mama oh, Bird Dorito. Amazing. <laughs> All right, also Raven. Actually, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead, Pope. No, no, that's it. I was going to talk about our upcoming guests, but um, we'll do that later. Okay. Raven322 says, for Paris, what's the one thing you want from the fall expansion? One thing. You can only pick one thing. What is it? Oh, my God. That is, <laughs> you know what? Because uh, I mentioned Black Spindle earlier. I, I want something like that. That's, that's all I want. I want yeah. to wake mm-hmm. up at 5 o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. instead of going to work, go to Destiny Reddit and someone's on there going, oh, my God, I just found this this thing and I think it leads to you know a new thing because I'll never forget that day. I sat at work right? all day dying, waiting to get home so mm-hmm. I could get Black Spindle. So I, I want that again. Mm-hmm. I want that mm-hmm. community discovery of, of these new items in the game. They can bring that back. That'll make me very happy. That's an amazing Man, answer. That was a great event. The Outbreak Prime Quest was just um, amazing. 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 I remember yeah. watching on Twitch because it was super late at night that people were trying to figure out how to open the mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. the room. Oh, my goodness. Watching that and seeing them open it was amazing. It, it, what was incredible, too, is Bungie knew that it was an extremely deep puzzle that after mm-hmm. I think it was like a week, they were like, okay, we have to release an ARG. To give people a clue. So the ARG mm-hmm. came out and then people started, you know, patching together the images to then see the canisters that had to be uh, stepped on to activate it. And that then launched the rest of the experience. So it was like, that stuff, where? Where's that stuff? We need we it. We need that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Outbreak Prime was amazing. Amazing. Taking King was, I mean, there was like a good five months after the Taking King where I was literally waking up, like Paris said, and checking Reddit every day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, what what did people find today? <laughs> uh, Magic says, we know that Bungie is inviting streamers for feedback on potential changes. Is Bungie missing something, though, if they do not invite some of those who have been making constructive D2 comments on both Bnet and Reddit that are not streamers. They exist, and Bungie should know who. It's kind of like what we said before, right? If if Bungie could hold a thing where you could write a detailed email or whatever board discussion about what changes you'd like to see and give detailed feedback, and then some of the best feedback that they see that's really well-written and well-constructed, they invite those people to the actual event. That would be awesome. It would be. Yeah. That would yeah. be great. I, I did hear that they invited two Reddit mods. Yeah, yep. Fuzzle. Fuzzle's going. Yeah. Which, frankly, those guys could use a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think they, they, they are they, inviting they, some non-streamers. They definitely are. Yeah. 
A community uh, survey would be awesome. Like, they have our email, right? They, they email us about stuff. Put out an email and be like, we're thinking of doing this. What do you think? Yeah. Utilize yeah. the email. That Let sounds really it. smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crystal Anon says, all last week a common theme would be that we are not getting content quick enough. Would it, be, would it benefit Bungie to supplement the game with old Destiny 1 content in between patches? We already have more than half the weapons. Wouldn't mind getting the Plague Lands again for free. Just keep giving me D1 maps. Just, just give them to me. Mm. Give them to me. I, I honestly think, me. I, I think they need to tap into D1 content as free updates you continuously, well. like monthly. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Like new uh, new weapons. More stuff. Um, release some of those. There's PvP maps. I mean, they basically have started to do that. Re- remakes of those PvP maps. But they got mm-hmm. all that content. They might as well leverage it. Yeah. Briar, you don't look interested in that content. I don't know how they do that. Like, I don't I don't understand how that works. Because, like, you can't just you can't get, just copy and paste it into Destiny 2, right? Is there's, well, you've no. got to do, like, new quest designs. you got to have, like, it's got to feel like Destiny 2, right? There's got to be, you know, lost sectors in there. There's got to be, like, new enemy emplacements. There's got to be a reason to go there, right? You're not just going to go wander around. Oh, no, for sure. But so like, I get here's here's my problem is that I look at Bungie and I know that they've got 800 plus people working there and I'm like mm-hmm. you can't have like five people port some of that stuff over like that's that's not possible you can't have you know a team that's working on porting some of it for monthly content out of 800 is that is everybody all working on D3 with a couple of them being pulled away to work on some D2 updates from time to time like you know what I mean. Yeah, I just don't know. I just don't know. I wouldn't be upset if they added Destiny 1 for Blade free. Lands back to obviously. Destiny 2. Right. Oh, if it gave me a DLC, fuck you. I'm out. Yeah, no, no. Nobody's, nobody's <laughs> rebuying <laughs> D1 in D2. No, no. That would be a serious burnt bridge right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Real Good Murph says, The chat turned the budgie stream was the worst chat room I've ever seen. Well, you didn't watch the last stream? <laughs> <laughs> people were being so negative and the phrase dead game was typed every other second i remember d1's issues but the positive community i loved is just gone thoughts i disagree wrong. i disagree in the sense that i think you have a lot of passionate people that are upset right now and that's why you you see some of the toxic things but i again i'll go back to that that may reveal you know we we're all there i mean it was like 500 of your best friends. You know, I was at PAX Prime right when they launched D2 and went went to the Paramount Theater and just saw all those people in there. You can't tell me those people, they might be mad at the game right now, but they don't still love the game. Mm-hmm. And I think once Destiny 2 gets back to a point where, where, you know, it's not, it'll never be perfect, but it gets back to a point where, like you said, the end game, there's things to do and people can start being happy again. They'll come back. You'll see the Reddit chain. I mean, the Reddit's Reddit. There's always going to be grumpy people in there. But I think those core... Let me backtrack. The whole reason I love Destiny and while I've stuck around for, what, four years now or however long it's been is because of the community. Guardian Con, et cetera. I mean, just add up the list. There, there's so many amazing people in here. I mean, hell, Pope. I'm here right now because I met Pope years ago, you know, and we, we made a connection. It's... I, I don't take that for granted. I just think people are mad right now, but it, mm-hmm. it'll people will come back. It'll come back. 
Uh, Mr. Goodbye says, if Bungie were to ask you which of the nine subclasses should be thrown out entirely and recreated from scratch, which one would you pick? Oof. Which subclass do I If I, I had to choose one most? of the subclasses to completely redo? Uh, you no, know, you're throwing it out entirely and re- recreating it from scratch so you can go anywhere you want with it. Recreating from scratch? Hmm... I mean, I would vote for any warlocks, but then they could just not come back to it. They would just, they just, just wouldn't, delete it. It just wouldn't come back into and the And just production. make another titan. Yeah, they just delete the one of the warlocks and then just add an additional titan class. Uh, Honestly, I, I think I'd go with Gunslinger. I think yeah. that class is in a little bit of a, bit, a, bit of a weird state. Yeah. Like, for example, if you're playing Trials with a Gunslinger... Instead of popping it aggressively and running in there and, and being able to do that, without the radar, you can't actually do that now. Um, the, the neutral game is... I don't know. I, I feel like Gunsung is in a bit of a weird spot with the current sandbox. So I think, I think it could be... It's, it's one of the oldest ones, right? It's like mm-hmm. yeah. one it of the, the OG ones. It and it hasn't, nah. right, it hasn't changed much since D1 either. It doesn't feel like they've kind of brought it forward with the times. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think they could do some cool stuff with Gunsung. Yeah. That's a like tough that. one. Yeah. Like complete yeah, but you're talking about completely get rid of gunslinger. And so it's something else. Well no, we're we're redoing it, yeah. right? We're we're well, would you redo gunning it, it and then just gunslinger redoing gunslinger. I think so, yeah. yeah. Like being a being a precision hunter class, I think is great. Because you have, you know, the Night Stalker that's all about manipulation, you have Arkstrider that's like very punchy and get in there. And I think having a class that's about precision is good. But I think they could do some stuff to bring it forward in D2. The, the gunslinger just isn't as fun as it was in Destiny 1. Like, there's there's a bunch of reasons for it. The, Throwing knife sucks. The golden gun isn't as much fun. Dude, the, it's the, 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 the timer, man. The timer. The timer. Yeah, the timer sucks. I mean, the throwing knife was, to me, more fun than the actual super in Destiny 1. Like, I love that mm-hmm. throwing knife. Throwing it was the knife reason was I played gunslingers, because, oh, I ran out of ammo? Boop. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what Patrick did, right? Shooting people with the hand cannon, throw throw the knife. Yeah, and yeah. then they nerfed that. They took it out. The knife. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just. I kind of. I think Watson's got got the right idea here. Yeah, it's weird. I I like Gunslinger, but you guys are right. Destiny 2's Gunslinger is. Um... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's in the trash can at the moment. I guess yeah, if we fun. could redo it, it'd be pretty cool. It'd be, you know what would be interesting about Gunslinger is Make if it, it actually fun. took whatever gun you were using and that was the super that it applied it to. So it actually applied super mechanics to the and gun. made your gun, Ooh. like, awesome? Yeah, like if yeah, you're using, if you're using your auto rifle, your gold oh, auto rifle. Ah. Yeah, exactly. And it was like the magazine <laughs> became super shots in there. And, like, your gun was yeah. glowing mm-hmm. and people know, like, oh, he's got it. Glowing auto well, rifle would just be like the accurate. He's golden. But wouldn't that be awesome though if you pulled out a shotgun <laughs> and you could suddenly apply golden gun to it and it was just like yeah, doubled the range? Have that. It's called the Acrius. No, let's say it, let's say you have the Acrius <laughs> and you pop golden oh gun and it doubles that range. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, That's I like a it. Cyber rifle, I like it. Well, it's like instead of, you know, how Sunsinger was where you had empowered grenades and abilities, Gunslinger would have empowered gun because they're all about their their weapon, they're all about their precision. Yeah. No, I like awesome. I like the idea of a precision like hunter. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Calico Jack says, "Are any of you going to the community summit?" We already talked about this. I'm gonna skip it. I'm sorry. Ozes says, "What could be some ways to improve the population on PC, or are games like Fortnite, PUBG, and others far more attractive right now than Destiny 2 on PC?" Lots and lots of changes. And conversations. It's the Lots game. of conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think they're starting on that. They're going the right direction. You know, maybe if they gave you like $5 every game you completed in the Crucible. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't – I think that – Maybe if I get far, farm Bitcoin in the Crucible. How yeah, about, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Half my GPU goes to actually run in the Crucible and the other half goes to farm a Bitcoin. Destiny still it's in a it it has it has its own unique space in gaming but they have to really dial in on what makes it unique people want more of those RPG elements FPS RPG put them together people want to delve into that they want something yeah. to sink their teeth into or they want to you know it's it's a very shallow experience and when you're on PC if you're looking for uh, RPG or something that's deep you have so many choices yep. if you're looking for a competitive shooter you have so many choices they need to dial in on what made destiny fun yeah and understand what that and is and i've said it many times in the podcast triple saying in chat there's nothing out there right now that competes with destiny and that's actually mm-hmm. the issue as well for bungie is that they they right. can take this amount of time to make changes because there is no competition you could say warframe you could say division so on and so forth but there's no first person looter shooter out there right now that right. does what destiny does and that's why we feel like addicts where we're just come on, I need, I need my stuff, but it's not there. Instead, I got a ghost from the nightfall. Like you, you they, they, if there is something that comes out that, that competes with it directly, then they're going to have a different situation on their hands. But that's why. Oh, yeah. That's why we. Yeah, that's why we have these feelings right now about the game. We want more RPG. Mm-hmm. We want the grind, like we said about you know the. All of these quests that we had, we had the sleeper simulant quest. We had black spindle popping up. Like those things are cool. I want more discovery, more mystery, more community getting together and getting excited about something. I want all that stuff. Exactly. I want to be able to yep. spec my I character. More. I want to be hunting for those <laughs> mods 2.0 yep. and have it really impact how I play the game. Yep. Delve into the RPG, please. Exactly. Odds says. 
What could be some ways to improve? I, I just read that. Sorry. Prakash J says, what aspect of De- Destiny do you all, Destiny and DCP and Paris, love the most? The gunplay, the looter aspect, the lore, the characters. What do you like? What's What's the best part for you? For me, it's the gunplay. Like, um, no other that. game feels yeah. like yeah, uh, a bungee game, man. Like, yeah. Borderlands gives you, like, the loot, but it doesn't feel the same. Like, shooting a gun... Like it, it's entertaining because you never know. Like when you pick up a new gun in Borderlands, you never know what the fuck that thing's gonna do, right? Like some <laughs> wild shit is gonna come flying out, shooting like bees at somebody. But it doesn't feel like Destiny. It doesn't yeah. have that feel, right? And there's no other game that you could combine, you know, going out and explore and finding that gun, and then go into the crucible and shoot your best friend with it. You know, it just feels so good and visceral. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree because that's the one thing you can count on from Bungie just going back to the Halo days is the gunplay. They've always been the best at the business when it comes to the gunplay in first-person shooters. So, I mean, that's been the one constant, you know, love or hate destiny that we've always had. Um, I guess if I could expand on, on it going beyond just, just individual features, it would be the raid for me because mm-hmm. one of the big things that I love about destiny is the fact that it is forcing six people to work together and communicate to clear an objective, which I think is one of the hardest things to do in gaming. And, you know, the fact that you they don't have matchmaking for it is a testament to that because try and just get five random people together and like, hey, let's go raid. It's like herding freaking cats. There's no way you're going to complete that <laughs> stuff. You, you, have to, you have to have some level of communication to get those things done. You know, Barris, no I wonder if that, going back to our last question, I wonder if that's one of the reasons it didn't catch on as big on PC is because, for a console player, a raid was unheard of territory, right? It was right, uncharted right, for console right. players. But PC players have been playing, you know, 50-person raids for 15 years. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder if there's, like, a disconnect. Nah, there. I don't think so because there there wasn't the uh, there wasn't the Vex Mythoclast or the Fatebringer-style drops in there. There's Midnight Coup, and there's also Legend Acris, but they they do not have the same type of response when they drop. When, like... When you had the Vex Mythoclast drop from Atheon on hard, that was a, oh, that was oh my God. Scream at the top of your lungs. Yeah. yeah. The Midnight yeah. Coup is marginally better than some other guns in its class. Exactly. Midnight Coup is good <laughs> in the current sandbox, but in terms of the Destiny experience, there's better guns out there. And that's why, that's I, I think that's why a lot of people in um, on PC were kind of like, okay, well, why am I going to grind that? Where's the grind? Well, you... You actually bring up a good point about something. That's another thing that 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 magic that needs to come back to Destiny 2 is that instant gratification of that loot drop. Like, I still remember the day that I got Gallahorn. It was mm-hmm. a legendary drop off of a strike, and I just went to the crypt target. Oh, just go turn this in. I turned it in, and it was freaking Gallahorn, and I'm running around the room in circles screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, I got Gallahorn. I, I don't have that feeling anymore in Destiny 2. Exactly. And ha- – you can get all the guns now from a vendor or your your clan engram. Right. Like Right. Okay. You just reduced all the loot right there. Just Yeah. Yes. Oh, I was gonna say for me, yeah, gunplay, for sure. The bungee nails gunplay one hundred percent. That's why uh that's why I can come back to it today and play I could play it tonight and still have a good time because the gunplay yep. has that experience. So yeah. Uh, Doughboy says, so Bungie confirmed they're looking at weapon slots. What do you want to happen? What do you want to happen? 
individually. What do you want to happen with the weapon slots? I've gone over this a bunch of times, but I think that I want um, them to get creative and be more have energy slots be more interesting and um, make uh, primaries a little more powerful and uh, take a take those give us more options to to move um, some of those heavy weapons that are in that heavy slot and bring them to the to the energy slot um i know a lot of people are torn on this but uh, there's aspects that i do like of the double primary um so i i personally wouldn't mind if they did adopt a fourth weapon slot where rockets or things that go kaboom go into that that heavy power type of thing and even actually some exceptions like acreus would stay in there as well so you could have like a, a weird double shotty type of loadout as well if you wanted but i i think in order to um to maintain the good parts of the current weapon system because i know some people are going to be like it's 100 percent wrong you need to drop kick it immediately i don't necessarily fully believe that i feel like the double primary is interesting because it is uh it's interesting having smg and also a scout or an smg and a um uh hand cannon and then also having like a shoddy or a sniper and then your rockets as well. Because the rockets are like they're they're your boss moments or your just in case moments type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I think it would be interesting. Also, it works in Borderlands as well. And I know a lot of people are very split on this. Some people think four is way too many and that's actually crazy talk. And other people think, like myself, that it could actually be uh, an interesting shift in the universe. Because um, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I think... The energy slot for primaries and kinetics is actually interesting. It's just we don't have Outbreak Prime and Genesis Chain and so on and so forth in the game right now to allow us to feel powerful with those weapons. Question on that. If we were to go to a fourth slot, mm-hmm. do we also go to a fourth um, ammo brick? I think they would have to add another ammo brick. Yes. Yeah, yep. I would think so. And it would too. be an explosives ammo brick. I mean, I'd I'd like to see something along those lines. I mean, like we said previously, I don't want them to just go just go back to Destiny One and just make it that. Let's do something different. It shouldn't stay what it is today, but it it needs to be a hybrid of both. I think, and maybe like you're saying, maybe it is that fourth slot. Mm -hmm. I'd be I'd be willing to give it a try for sure. Uh, You know what I like about the fourth slot too is I'm a supporter of the fourth slot too. Is that it's it's additive, not subtractive. So it's given us more options, not less options. If they do it, like it seems like a relatively simple way to do it, right? Is you're basically just splitting up the power ammo as it is now and giving us like a, a button combo. Pope's laughing over there. I don't mean programmingly simple. I'm talking gameplay simple. Um yeah. You, you give us just a button combination where you press the button, press Y once, and it switches between your primaries. Double tap it to switch over to, you know, like something like a sniper or a shotgun and hold it down to to switch to mm-hmm. your power weapon. It, <sighs> it keeps you, it keeps you using, you know, a submachine gun and a hand cannon or whatever your preferred primary loadout is. It gives you more power in PVE. It gives you more options in PvP, but it also allows them to control the ammo in PvP. I, I don't know, man. The the four slot, 
It's not a perfect system, but I like it. It's not Destiny 1, but just like you said, it does. Just imagine being able to, you know, you're hitting hand cannon shots. Let's say for PvE, you're hitting hand cannon shots in the raid. You're getting a major rushing you. You switch to your SMG. You mow off the shield with the SMG. Then you switch to a shotgun because you happen to have a shotgun equipped. You you take down the shot, uh, take down that major, and then you switch back to your hand cannon. You get some shots, and then like some some major target comes out. You switch to your rockets, unload a couple shells of rockets, and then back to SMG for some like close quarter type of stuff. I think in like PVE, it actually could be really interesting having those options. Or you know, you could have just like uh, hand cannon, SMG, sniper, and uh, grenade launcher or rockets. It would be rockets. Let's be honest. Everybody's going to use rockets. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be rockets. That's <laughs> one of the problems there is now. Is it, it's the answer is rockets. Mm-hmm. It, I was watching uh, Dado did a video. It was either today or yesterday about you know now that uh, fusion, linear fusions have been buffed and snipers have been buffed. What should I be using to do the max damage in the raid? Guess what the answer is? Rockets. Rockets. <laughs> 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 All right, next question, I guess. Heavy machine guns, uh, by the way. Heavy machine guns could come back in one of those slots. Yeah, yeah. Steven Wolven says, I think D2 would be perfect time to get dark and gritty with the series and go for an M rating. What are your thoughts? Also, do you like regular Briar or drunk pirate Briar better? Mm. Love the podcast. Oh, a drunk pirate Briar, Briar definitely. That's yeah, drunk pirate's pretty good. Yeah. Good regular Briar's kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <coughs> um... I, I don't think there's ever a chance that they're really going to get, like, M-rated with Destiny. Like, no. just like, you know, this is a mass market game. Like, I know yeah. a lot of people would like to see it, but I don't. I just don't see it happening. I want to see Shax just come into the picture and he's just cursing, popping heads oh, yeah. off, blood everywhere. Where the hell are your pants, Shax? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need them anymore. <laughs> we M-rated, baby. <laughs> I- yeah. No, when did I, this turn into Conan? What the fuck? I is don't going think they here? need to be M rated to go like darker, right? They they can go down a dark, mysterious space magic path without being M rated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I don't think they need to explore even more, or I put blood and guts and so on and so forth in the game. I don't think it would add to the experience if I saw like a drag have his arm ripped off and then like a bunch of blood is squirting everywhere and then like you decapitate him with your sword or something like that like that does actually sound pretty appealing but it, i don't think it needs to yeah. be in the game in destiny specifically there's other games for that too yeah i mean like doom would be a perfect yeah. example of a game that just nails that kind of aesthetic exactly it's super fun mm-hmm. i like that i can play it with my son and i don't have to worry about that yeah yeah, yeah and that's, also that's headshots what I was in destiny say. are yeah. super satisfying with the way it goes yeah. <laughs> Skull Heezy says, what are your top three snipers to currently play with? The Achin. The blue sniper. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I the, like the, the new Marky one. Maxim, yep. Maxim is really good. Maxim uh, is good. What is the one that's like Yadena or Eden? It's a higher impact one that has quick draw on it. Mm. It's a mm. hockey model. Yeah. I can never remember the name of it, though. Mm. Uh, I haven't tried the new one from Borealis. the... Uh, That's good. I haven't tried the new one from the uh, Nightfall yet because I haven't gotten it, but I heard it's fantastic. Valletta, thank you. Thank you, chat. I haven't really used a lot of snipers, honestly. Like, if I'm playing PvP and the Accurus is loaded, 
<laughs> you know, I could try to get good, which I should try to get good. But at the same time, I've got four really easy shots right there. I just point yeah. and I click in a general area. And most of the time it connects and deletes somebody out of the game. Um, yeah. And if I'm rocking Devour, it's even better. So... <laughs> I don't uh, Matthew, use snipers very often, so no. It's just, Matthew E. Meyer says, "What are your thoughts on Bungie making time to kill lower for exotics, but not legendaries?" I think they need to all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree yeah. with lots. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> Andrew Benson says, "If Borderland Three gets released this year and Destiny Two continues to flop on their promises, will any of you jump ship and switch to Borderlands Three? Love the show. Assuming Borderlands Three comes out this year." Yeah, which is a lot to assume. I am going to play the crap out of Borderlands 3. Like yeah, I, There's no feature built, that I can foresee that I do not play Borderlands yeah, 3. I built a brand new PC in 2012 specifically for Borderlands 2 when it came out. I like put the top graphics card everything. I was diehard into Borderlands 2 when it came out. And when Borderlands 3 comes out, there is going to be a considerable time investment that happens for me in that game, in that universe. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Unless it's bad. I'll play yeah. it a lot. Um, <laughs> Destiny, like like we said, right? What keeps us with Destiny? Mm-hmm. The gunplay. Yeah. Like, that is still going to draw me to Destiny. I still remember playing the alpha and the beta and just being so in love with the gunplay and just the gameplay of PvP. And if we can get back to, the, like, how fun that was, I'm, I'm not going to be able to get that from anywhere else. Yeah. It's true. Sam asks... Did Holtzman cheat at Golf It? Yes. Yes. 100%. Yes, yes he did. Yep. <laughs> Holland Love says, please explain why you guys don't have either Dollar Shave Club or some beard oil as a sponsor. It's uh, Watts. She just she cracks the whip on us. She won't let us do it. Uh, we're all very scared of her and intimidated. Yes, please I send help. I am intimidating. Well, I, I think Watts, Watts turned it down, actually. She got the sponsorship, and yep. she was like, no. They, sorry, they offered it to me. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> Florida Gator 95 said, would you rather Destiny stay in its current state forever or be forced to eat every item on Taco Bell's menu? Oh, God. Oh, just I'm, one day? Oh, like boy. in one That's sitting? Or like can I like take my I, time with this? Cause you know You I might want to like do it in one sitting, honestly. Just get it all over with. Get it all Oh God. Get it all in that and get it all kill out. You. That might actually kill you. <laughs> I don't think I actually I don't think I could eat. I don't think I physically could eat 
I mean, How I would suffer a lot. are you to destiny, Pope? Come on, man. <laughs> We are obviously, counting on you here. We've got to do it. we got to do it. Obviously, I'm not committed enough, uh, you know, to represent the community. If I could eat Taco Bell, like everything on Taco Bell, and Destiny 2 is the best game ever created, the best version of Destiny ever, got to do it. You have to. You have to. Well, so I'm gluten-free. Does that mean I get, like, a a freebie? I mean, I'm vegan. Like, do they have a gluten-free menu? <laughs> I brought the first spots. Huh? We got it. We just got to do it, Captain. You're gonna have to be really free. sick. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> I'm actually gluten free. It makes me sick. Come on. All right, I'll, I'll get sick. Sick too for the well being. Absolutely, I will. If it's one day, and I have to essentially make a whole week or a couple of weeks feel awful, that's fine. We'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Get this man an invite, yeah. Budgie. <laughs> In this ridiculous thing, I think, in this ridiculous idea, yes, I would eat all the Taco Bell menu just for the the community to support them. There you go. Also, those yeah. nacho cheesy fries, not gluten-free because they batter them oh, in wheat. Oh, fuck. Wait, uh, not, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not eating nacho cheesy does fries. The, uh, does the Taco Bell <laughs> Sorry, that we Destiny. are shopping at, does it have Baja Blast in its I think you have to, available? you have to drink Baja Blast in between each bite. I might just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I might just do it even without the thing. I, I will go and I'll let you know how it goes. I am, I'm sorry. Nacho cheese and fries do not mix. I'm sorry. It's not happening. I heard it's delicious. Mm, you were wrong. You're <laughs> hanging around with the wrong fries? kind of people. Oh, no. <laughs> Steak fries and cheese. So good. Zachary Richens says, hey, crew, we know that De- Disney owns 33% of the media. My question is, if you did work for them, what would you like to be a part of? Voice acting, apparel, roller coaster design? Love the love the podcast. Keep it up. It, mm. Okay, so question wow. is basically, if you work for Disney, what would you do? Mm. I used to work I for would, Disney, actually, in a way, because uh, I used to belong to Maker Studio, or I used to be oh, like, yeah. partnered with Maker Studio, so my checks came from Disney mm. for YouTube money. Interesting. Yeah. But they dropped me. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> Disney, man. So, uh, I would be uh, I would be every Disney princess ever. Taking the whole for the set. rest of the time, all the princesses you watch, it's gonna be me. Nice. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know, man. I would like that. To After you know be it's Pope's a coastal designer. You know you're gonna be a coastal designer. That sounds fantastic. I didn't think about. You could make Pooh Beach in real life. Oh my god, I would totally design coasters. <laughs> Yes. You live stream it still, but you'd be doing it in real life. There That'd you go. Great. Still be a streamer, but real life Love it. coaster design. Thank you for my answer. I honestly didn't know. <laughs> this is great. Paris, what would you do at Disney? It would have to be something Marvel related. Somehow I'm I'm involved in the production of, of the Marvel movies. I I don't know exactly, but but something. So so I had already know how Infinity War ends. That that's all I care about. <laughs> 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 just like a script reader for error. You'd, like yeah. you'd be head of spoilers. That's what you're saying. Yeah, head of spoilers. spoilers department. <laughs> Got it. I'd like to work at the uh, their their digital animation studios and um, working with the like production of the of the the cartoons. I've really I've always been fascinated by them. Like since I was little, the the the, the frames and drawing ones, and now the digital ones. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah. You know, everything about those just – I'm in awe of how, how their talent and abilities. I believe it's called anime. 
Eine Mäh. Eine Mäh. Eine Mäh. Wow. Kayoki says, what's the most uh, random, annoying tick or feeling that you have that shouldn't irritate you, but it does? His is washing his hands when he's wearing long sleeves and the water gets on his forearm. Oh, uh, that is annoying. Or get, yeah, like if you put socks bad. on and there happens to be some water in the, the, the bathroom floor uh, and you step on it. Ugh. No, it's worse when you like, you're walking around the house and somebody like tracked in water. That's bad. Mm-hmm. So it's just like random. It's not even like a place you should be looking to avoid it. Just some motherfucker didn't wipe their boots when they walked in the house, and now you got to pay the price. Soaked sock. <laughs> right. This is unbelievable. I am. I am probably upset more than the average person should when the toilet paper roll is rolled the wrong way. Oh, that's unforgivable crime. Only <laughs> the most rotten of people would leave us. Right you are just a bad person. If you leave an a, a empty roll of toilet paper after yep. you leave the bathroom, you're a yep. bad person. You're just a bad I, person. I, I bring everybody. <laughs> I have a, an immediate family meeting while I'm still on the toilet. Yes. I call everybody in. Yes. To, to get to the bottom of what happened. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. It's serious business. I mean, there's somebody sleeping outside. <laughs> Good. Forever. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody like runs into the bathroom and then goes, wait, let's make sure this is all put together. No, you're going to do your business first. And then if it's empty, yeah, mm-hmm. that is evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's evil. Pretty evil. Yep. It's evil. Mine is simple. It's when my kids, instead of just reusing the same cup, they have like 10,000 cups like mm. sitting out on the counter. It's like, yeah. just use one. Drives me insane. Yeah. You think, you know, I, I think I'm having trouble finding one because I'm the person that causes all of the problems. I like my desk is messy. I don't throw anything away. I don't clean up after myself. I'll take the lid off of my Coke and leave it on the counter. So I. Oh, that's yeah. You could ask Tomo and it will be just me. All of his answers would be all stuff that I do that is lazy. Yeah. I drink out of the carton and stuff. Oh. So. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of the one I think that drives me the most crazy. The one Pope already said, man, that is fucking unforgivable crime (laughs) against humanity. (laughs) Like you got to bring a real dirt bag. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's true. I don't do that. At least. Good. Good. You're good. good. (laughs) Saved. All right. Two more left for the night. And then we can, we can all go to bed and be happy. (laughs) <laughs> Ringo the Dingo says, if the DCP crew went on a round-the-world trip together, where would everybody want their one stop to be? So everybody gets to choose one stop. Where <laughs> Where's your stop? Mm. And Paris, you got you to gotta answer for this, too. So you're going to go on a trip with us. Everybody gets okay. to choose one stop. Okay. Where's your stop? I, yeah. Uh, who's starting the journey? Paris yeah, who, yeah. Oh, I am. Okay. Well, of course I would stop in Paris, right? Nice. <laughs> the city named after okay. you. Yeah. Nice. I love nice. It. nice. <laughs> sounds like a good trip already. All right. All right. I've never yeah. been. That sounds great. All right. Uh, we're going to need to stop in um, in somewhere in Australia to visit the other half of this podcast. Good. Yeah. Put, That's well, terrifying. Put me in a bubble first. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to die out there. I no, we're going – we're going to go – we're going to gather everybody in Australia and we're going to go uh, – we're going to go – Deep. We're gonna go scuba diving on the Great Barrier Reef as as a as a as a wow. extended family. Wow! For like a week. So we're gonna get eaten by sharks. I think. Yes. Awesome. And My one stop, of us will have to yeah, go. 
my stop we'll go is going to be Outback. Patrick's house, Outback. and we're all going to be house guests for a week. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, I think he'd love it. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. I don't know if I could handle Patrick for a week. <laughs> I'd say after I, we're know done. That guy walks around without his underwear on. Like, he walks around naked, and he's not going to change anything he does at all actually this may be more a punishment for us i was imagining it being torture for patrick but actually now that i really think about it i'm gonna double down in seattle and then after we're done at patrick's place we're gonna go right over to dado's place okay which is also triple's place so we're just crashing everybody all right sounds good we have to go to japan I have to show you guys my life. We're going to go to an idol concert. We're going to go to an anime character concert. We're going to go play arcade games. No. (laughs) We're going to go to a concert. We're going to get you some glow sticks. We're going to take you to a May Cafe and let them put little rabbit ears on you, Briar, so you can truly be Briar Rabbit. That sounds awesome. It's going to be great. I'm in. Sounds like a great trip. I can't wait. Honestly, seeing DCP in Japan would be amazing. I I think that would be be an amazing trip. (laughs) Cool. I'm down. I'm down. Let's go. Nice, Sue. <laughs> uh, last question for the night. JB Mega says, is it is a pecan pronounced pecan or pecan? I usually say pecan. What about pecan? What about pecan? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a third. <laughs> I usually say pecan. I'm from I'm from the South. It's pecan. I think it depends on if I'm reading it or saying it from memory. I think I say pecan. Pecan. I don't even know what I say. Yeah, it's like you, it depends you if you're trying it. to rhyme it with Rican, Pekin, Rican. So if you're trying to rhyme it with Rican, then you gotta go Pekin. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this Butter Pekin. Really, this is a really hmm? difficult conversation for our family because half of it is, we used to live in Georgia and the South, and the other half are nor- uh, from the North in New York. So. Nobody agreed. Hmm. I'm going to say pecan because it's a it's a southern thing. Pecans and peaches pecan. and pecans. Pecan. And- <laughs> it's like in California, do you say almonds or almonds? Almonds. <laughs> almonds. Almonds. <It's> almonds. <laughs> Does anybody say almonds? People do. What? Who? Do they really? Those people yes, are wrong. Do. I've never heard of Well, that's what before. I'm saying. <laughs> I never heard it say the almonds either. Yeah, well, you're not cultured, so. True enough. All right, that's going to do it. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching DCP episode 179. I'm Briar Rabbit. You can find me uh, streaming on Twitch once a day. 179? No, 79? 79. 79. How many of these things have we done? 79. We're not in the 100s yet, Briar. Almost. We are asking about 179 right now, I think. Uh, I'm Briar Rabbit. You can find me on YouTube. Just look up Briar Rabbit. I actually made videos like recently. It's it's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, right over on Twitch, I stream uh, every day at 1 p.m. Eastern. Or talk to me over on Twitter. My name is Tefty Teft. You can talk to me at Teft on Twitter. Catch my streams Twitch.tv forward slash Tefty Teft. Usually in the evening time, Pacific West Coast. Uh, and I do have a uh, Twitch channel. I mean a YouTube channel. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have those things that people watch. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Miss 5000 Watts. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at Miss 5000 Watts. Uh, Bears? 
and I'm I'm Paris. Thank you guys for having me again. And you can find me on Twitter at vicious six nine six, and you can find our podcast gamertagradio.com. Uh, and this is uh, and this is uh, Holtzman. You can find me on the, play the Twitters. Cards. And I, I I play magic and um, yeah, just what whatever. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's Nailed been it. the show tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. I got a. You make sure to follow the podcast at uh, DCP underscore live. You guys are doing a great job um, leaving comments on YouTube and uh, Twitch and on I tunes and all that stuff it's been great your support through patreon has been amazing um just tonight we were able to upload two more emotes to uh the options it's going to go live um tomorrow and so we got just in the span of this podcast we got two more emotes awesome so i really appreciate it thank you guys uh you should see some a dead cat read Dead cat one is available now, and so is a pineapple pizza one. So the best. you guys are gonna love mm, sounds it. Sounds delicious. delicious. I'm talking it about does the cat. look delicious. It's juicy. Juicy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, thank you guys very much. Uh, your support means the world to us. Um, we have make sure you check out our YouTube channel. The links are in the description, and um, we've been putting up some let's plays, and we are doing one every week. They're still going up on everybody's channel, so you can go to Tefty's and Briars and Watts and Patrick's channel. And uh, but at a, at a certain point, they'll start stop being shown there, and they'll go on to our YouTube. So make sure you consolidate, show some follow love there. But other than that, we've got um, some great guests coming up next week. We are looking at. I had it up and ready to go, and now I don't. Why, Lori? Why? Um, next week we have uh, ah, Lori Pops. I'm so sorry. I knew that. Um, Lori is coming on. Uh, she's in the United States now. She's uh, married. Just got married. She just got married. We're really time. excited to talk to her. Um, we are not going to have a guest next the week after that because we will be doing some sort of arrangement for half the podcast. We'll be in um, at. I think the, me and Tefty uh, get the week off. I think boom. that's what that means. That'll actually be my first Here week we off. Here we go. Like, I, I actually haven't missed a podcast. No, you have never missed a podcast. Yeah. You are our most faithful host. <laughs> and um, we have a pretty interesting um, addition to our show. On the 26th, Josh Hamrick will be joining us. The Josh Hamrick? From the Josh the Hamrick. Josh Hamrick. So we are going to have a great show uh, lined up for you this month. So make sure to come and hang out. And awesome. Be there. Thanks for watching, guys. We are going to show the end screen and then read out subs after that. Bye. 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 As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.